All right. Hit the old go live. All right, so. Okay. So there we go. Sorry for the. I, I don't right. know why I apologize because it, like, like, the people, when they go to listen to this, they're going to have no idea we just recorded 30 minutes of nothingness. You think it was just 30 minutes? <laughs> I'll apologize to Keenan. <laughs> He's going to have to listen to this twice to hear the ending. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Polisher Corners podcast. Round two. <laughs> Listen, we can't do it tell everybody round two. <laughs> Kay- Casey already thinks he broke it. And he did break it. Well, he- I'm going to blame this on Casey. I'm telling him round two. So we've also got TikTok live over here. You'll learn more about that in a minute. <laughs> um, That's so great. Yeah. I feel, is, like, I feel like... The funny thing we- about this is, is that like if people are listening to your podcast, they they already know what they're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? They is it high production? It. They already know that I'm an idiot. They want the information. And I'm trying to figure out my new my new gear. We bought a uh, Atmos Ninja. I have no idea how to use it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to use it on my Canon EOS R, which uh, I had yeah. purchased last year. I'm still just Is this learning. the first time you've recorded the podcast on this camera? Uh, no. no. Actually, I have recorded okay. a number of the podcasts on this camera. Okay. This is just the first time I'm using the Atmos Ninja 5 to try to record it because previously I had to record like 25 minutes at a time right. and then edit it down with gotcha. the Ninja. I know I'm supposed to be able to record the entire thing. Now, as we realized, we just found out, I, don't, didn't know work how out. To, I don't know how to get the camera yeah. to stay from going to sleep. You're going to have to YouTube that one. I'm going to have to YouTube it. Yeah. A YouTuber is going to so. have to use YouTube to try and figure out how to use right. said products. <laughs> so, when I finally figure it out, it's going to be great because it's going to make the YouTube channel that much better. Right. Hopefully. Well, getting there. Not that my channel is great, but it's hopefully going to make it better. <laughs> so uh, you, if you guys want the good news, well, I don't, you're going to get a good podcast. You want the bad news, there are going to be nuggets in it, but we didn't record those. So <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff. I feel really bad because like we had a lot of really good stuff we <sighs> chatted about already. Every time. And now we're going to end up forgetting about a lot of it. So hopefully we can recap nah, through. We'll just tangent some more. We will. And I'll probably lean on Keenan a little bit once in a while to like throw me back down a did, tangent did to we, where we were. Did we talk about that? <laughs> what What is it that what is it that we brought up that was so good? Anyways. Anyway. We talked about. It was about, that northern chill water. <laughs> <laughs> we are staying hydrated. We are. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> but we um, we did start off talking about how we just hit the bullet points. Again. You were hoping to be uh, season two, episode two. Ah, uh, yes. But episode two is actually needed to be rec- um, edited. I so, haven't recorded. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening to this, you've already hopefully heard episode two. Yeah, let's and, hope. And realizing that. Um, chop chop. Steve did not get to be episode two. <laughs> That's okay. I just thought about a highlight here. I'm season two, episode three. 23? 23. Michael Jordan. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that we just thought of it at the same time. Because yeah, that was yeah. not in the first round. <laughs> no. That was not edited or scripted at all. So anyway, uh, it's you, funny you got some bullet points. You got some questions for me? Let's I get do. the same role and then we'll get into some tangents. Season two, episode three. You are who and where are you from? Okay, so I my name is Steve Summers. I own. You did it better this time around. Did I? Sorry. Ish. Do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> take take twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
My name is Steve Summers, and I live uh, just outside of Champaign, Illinois. I own Summershine Metal Polishing. All right. That is who I am is. And what got you, or when did you start? How yeah. long have you been doing it, or when did you start polishing? So I started polishing on my dad's truck. He got started trucking in the 80s, and when I was old enough to hold a rag and potentially make it shinier, he was like, here you go, figure it out. And so I started polishing back then, and it, it's always been a bit of an addiction. Sure. Like, as soon as I figured out that I could make stuff shiny, I would do it. So, like, when we got into cars, as we got a little bit older, and, like, on my bikes, I would always, like, polish the wheels on the bikes, make sure they're nice and clean. And then, like, as we got a little bit older, uh, we had cars, like, the a, the top of the of the AC condenser. Yep. Every time. I did mine every time, too. Every time. <laughs> every time. When I worked at the truck wash. evaporator. Either I, way. I did that a lot. All the time. Dude, the AC lines are such a high quality <laughs> aluminum. They are. You polish all those little pieces. My Avenger. I had mine completely, <laughs> completely polished up. Actually. Uh, it's somewhere around here. I saw it. It's not in this room. It's it's at my house. It's at your house. It's at my it's house. That's the one I don't have a copy about here now that yeah. I think about it. Hmm. I've got the like Avenger. 60 of them in here, and my Avenger didn't make the cut. That's sad. In, uh, let's, we'll put it over there somewhere. But what was your what was your polish of choice? Like so, oh, well, polish of choice back in the day. So what I grew up on, what I was raised on, and to this day, that smell. Because that <laughs> smell, you know what I'm talking about. I do. When you smell I that, do. you know exactly what it is. Yeah. I was raised on bush. That's a beer. Not, no. <laughs> my dad doesn't drink. I know he doesn't. Him and I have had that conversation. Yeah. We had it at Louisville a few years back. Yep. I offered to buy him a drink, and he's like, I don't drink. I'm like, well, that works out perfect. I don't either. <laughs> and uh, so he, uh, we, we, Bush Polish, Bushes, Bush, is it's Bush, isn't it? Just Bush. It's just Bush. Bush Polish. Yeah. Yeah. Bush. We had, uh, well, I started on that and grew up with that. We, had a, we always had a case of it in the basement. Same time I need something run down the basement. Everybody did. Everybody yeah. went to Louisville and bought a case because it was it's on it. sale. I got a good deal on Ted it. The man. stuff worked great. He's a little short old man. He said, buy this. This is the best stuff ever. And I and will remember. Like, yes. You were at uh, Louisville. Yeah. I think that was the first time I met you. Louisville. 16, yeah. In 16? Yeah, 2016. And uh, I was with the company and you and I had talked about, you know, you were yeah. getting into trying some Dad, new stuff. Dad came over and we were talking about polish and I was like, how long I want to I want to make my truck better, you know, look better and I want to get my uh, truck polished out. And you were like, well, what are you thinking? And dad pointed at your, your calendar was sitting there and it had your, uh, your day cab, your, your cab over, yep. had your cab over on it. And he's like, I want my tanks to look like that. And you looked at him and just, you're like, you, you kind of pause for just a second. And you're like, there was no budget on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think maybe he asked you what that cost. He's like, what's it cost to make it look like that? And you're like, there's no budget. <laughs> so this is my this has always been my struggle and we talked about this a lot in the shop today we yeah. talked about it at length with keenan um like where do things stop mm -hmm. when it always comes to me there's no budget on my own stuff right like you're just investing your time mm -hmm. like what is your time worth see you had so for my cab over when i bought it mm -hmm. nothing was polished yeah. But I knew that my stuff was going to be underneath a microscope. Right. Everybody that walked past it and saw my name on it was going to be like, if your stuff isn't perfect, yeah. which is why most of my pickup is painted <laughs> or powdered if it could. Good call. The less I have to polish, the less I can get ripped on for. Right. But at the same time, like I knew my stuff was going to be underneath a microscope. Yep. So I knew it had to be right. So I literally spent... I don't even know, 
12, 14 hours on a fuel tank. And I wow. still haven't even pulled them off and done the backsides yet. I'm embarrassed Jeez. to say I haven't done the backsides yet. Yeah. But I need to at some point in time. Wow. But 12 to 14 hours you imagine? sanding and polishing that. Dude, those tanks were white when One I One tank them. or both? Each. 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 14 hours a tank. And they're only the little tanks. Yeah, they're not big. They're, they're not 100, 100 gallon? Are they even that? They're probably hundred gallon. They're big. They're the they're the big round oval. The big round tanks. They're maybe one tens. Yeah, they're Peterbilt, long. They're Peterbilt not one tens. They're not long, but they're big. They're around. big around. Yeah. yeah, big old barrels. So I think it's a Peterbilt one tens. Yeah, and it's just they were white. They, they were white. I need to look at that picture that you were in the I earlier. The when we were scrolling through that, you had the picture with the flat on it. Yeah, I should do that again. Yeah. Um, I started sanding it at like one twenty grit. How? Hold up. Because I wanted to smooth out the welds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I wanted wow. it to be slick. slick. Like, I didn't want it to be smooth, like I was going to worry about it cracking and breaking. Right. But I wanted the welds to be nice and slick. Nice so, like, slick. I sanded yeah. on this direction and that direction and wow. then back up again. I wanted it to be cherry. That, that would make a good TikTok. Pull that, pull that picture out oh, of yeah. it and then, like, video the picture and then... Out of the way, you know, and then there it is behind this all the like shine. Now. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. That would be good. I have that. Well, I mean, we have that. There's a couple of good that. sound, like, audios that would go well with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll have to hit you up for that. Right. We'll figure it out. But it was it was one of those things, like, when people ask you, like, what does that cost? It's like, how do you put a dollar value on that? You know, for me, <laughs> a 12-hour day in my shop is right. 1500 two grand on a on a decent day. Right. Three grand on a really good day. Right. It's like... How do I charge somebody three grand for one fuel tank? Sorry, you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. But the thing is, is that you could make a fuel tank look that good in two hours, like now to compared that, to where I was. Right, yeah. not to that. Maybe not to that standard. Sure, but for everybody Close -ish. else. Close-ish. For everybody else. Close-ish. Yeah. Right. But to get it to that level, like oh, yeah. when somebody comes up and they're like, "I want that. What's yeah. that cost?" It's like you don't want that. no 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 if you have to ask what this costs you don't want it well and even <laughs> then like I, I hate giving people the answer three grand right you know what i mean like because they're like this guy's crazy i can buy a brand new tank for 400 bucks yeah well it won't look like that that size <laughs> yeah. and you know what i'm still gonna have to put three grand into it to get mm -hmm. it to that level you know what i mean like it's just that much work to get it right. up there <clears throat> so it's a struggle and it i is. i love when people come up and ask me like what's that cost because i know that i've done enough work at that point that they want something that nice yeah but at the same time like i hate to give the answer because so, nobody wants to hear that answer so that's what yeah that's how that went down so dad asked you how much you said no budget <laughs> and uh and then we i don't think we bought anything at the show i think they were out of their product the liquid product i think because so, I, I came by to get some they were out they, you guys had sold out of the liquid product. There we go. Very perfect. Uh, <laughs> so they sold out of the liquid products, and uh, so I didn't get any. You're like, no big deal. And so I called you. That was in March. And then I think in, in July, like in July, I tried to polish my truck. We had a week down, and that's when I like picked up a buffer. And I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. Because we had buffer and... and uh, all sorts of products there at the shop sure. that we picked up over the years yep. and like tried to figure these things out. Yep. And um, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. And that's when I started talking to you. I think I was having some troubles trying to figure it out. I remember this. Yeah. And I was like sending you some, uh, some like pictures. I think I hit you up on Instagram yeah. at that time. And I was like sending some pictures like, you know, is this, how am I doing this right? Is this, that, anything? And, and back in the day, 
That was 2016, so that would have been probably your infancy of YouTube. If you, did you have much at all on there? So actually, I, I started my YouTube, I think I looked at it the other day, I think my oldest video, I don't know if Keen wants to Google this and see what it was, but I think it was 2008 was my oldest oh, really? YouTube video. Polishing video? So it was either 2008 or 2010, I think was my first YouTube video. Yeah. My very first YouTube video was two years before that. So if my oldest video was 2010, I started in 2008. I deleted yeah. my oldest video. I wasn't proud of it. But no, nonetheless. I mean, but that was like, that was early yeah. in YouTube. I was 2013. So, 2013, 2013, so it would have been 2011. Was Hollywood my on day. was my first video. What was it? Hollywood on day. Yeah, it was Hollywood a lot of concert stuff back then. It was really long. Oh, okay. Seconds. So yeah. when, when did you TikTok start? Before TikTok. <laughs> it was a TikTok before TikTok. <laughs> when did you start doing uh, polishing videos on there? Uh, so I think my first Kena? polishing video was <laughs> same same area ish. Oh, really? 2014. So it would have been a year later. 2014 maybe. Yeah. In 2016, July of 2016, when I was trying to figure out how to buff a tank with a buffer. Because, like, the concept, I couldn't figure out. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, sure. you put the bar on the wheel, right, but how much? And then, like, then it throws stuff in your face. And, like, this isn't very much fun. Yep. I, I messed around with a little bit of uh, buffing with uh, liquid. Yep. Put a little liquid on the buff. And then, yep. you know, hey, it's shinier than Dude, doing I my hand. I know hand. a lot of guys that do it that way. <sighs> Man, that makes a mess. It does. Holy cow. We get dirty. I keep, I, no, I can't even fathom. I had a guy that bought uh, a bunch of our time to shine aluminum polish the other week. He was going to do the same thing. And yeah. literally soaked his buff in it because he thought that's how it worked. Oh. I felt terrible when he messaged me and he's like, it was a picture of him just slot full. <laughs> we can laugh about it now. He's probably going to get mad with you if he but listens I mean, to these podcasts. It's, it's not funny that that happened, but like. I just can imagine that image. Just, it's just like you fire it up and it just. Oh <laughs> man! What just happened? Like, yeah, that would have been absolutely miserable. Soaked it in it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Yes. So completely um, soaked. <laughs> I was looking to try to figure this out. Talking to my buddy, my best friend Matt, and he had just gotten into trucking a little, a couple years before that as well. And he's like, "Man, I'll watch these videos on YouTube. This guy named DC." DC Super Shine. Dennis, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I watched these videos. And he's like, just go watch that. You'll figure it out. I'm like, yeah. okay. And so like, I looked up on YouTube and I found that guy and looked him up. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. I, I guess I just put this on here and go back and forth. <laughs> so that's what I did. I put it on the tank and went back and forth. I was like, hey, that looks pretty good. Like, look how I made it shiny. All yeah. right. And, uh, and that was in July of 16. And then I got bit by the bug. That was the that was the polishing bug. I started polishing long before that. Yep. Doing you know stuff on Dad's truck. Sure. He paid me when I was a kid. Like when I was fourteen, I wanted a paintball gun. He's like ten bucks a wheel. Chop chop. I was like, all right. So that's where your pricing comes from. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heritage pricing. Heritage prices. <laughs> that's my. That's been my biggest issue for the longest time. Keen has been hammering me lately. Like yeah. I am way below industry standard on my pricing. Yes. And it's just because I've been polishing for 21 years. I'm so used to 21 year ago pricing. Right. And the industry just isn't it's that hard way. to and change. Yeah. Product has over doubled in the oh, last six yeah. months. It's like it's we are crazy. drowning in product. Like yeah. Like what, what do you think you were paying for a bottle of polish when you were doing it back in the day? So we talked about this. Today in the shop, like I used to buy the Blue Magic tubs. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Those one are, gallon yeah. tubs or whatever they were. The I think it was a one gallon tub. Right. They were forty five bucks. 
at Fleet Farm. I mean, <laughs> like, what do you think they are today? And I, I hand polished for my first three years before I ever grabbed a buffer. So it's one thing I don't really talk about a whole lot, uh -huh. but it's one of those things that like, that's where I started. I, I just hand polished. Yeah. And then the buddy that I worked with at the truck wash was like, you know, my dad has a buffer and a bunch of guys know how to run buffers. Like, let me show you how to do this. I learned how to do it. Let's do it together. I so love you and I started, today. started a business together and literally I, why anybody paid me to hand polish those first three years, I have no idea, but we were growing a business. Because they didn't want to. Hand polish. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And it looked better than it did. Yep. So most people were paying it for just a hand polish. It was crazy. Uh, I, I looked through them pictures today with you guys, and it was like, I can't believe people paid me to do that. <laughs> like, I compared from where we were then to where we are now, it's not even in the same ballpark. But right. I started with Blue Magic, $45 tub. It would last me, uh, like, Two months, three months. Really? <laughs> yeah. We, it's quite a bit. You didn't need a lot of blue magic to get the job yeah. done, but it was nasty to work with. Yeah. So you and I had talked about that, that I, I started with blue magic, right. you started with bush. They were both working, pro they both worked really well. Yeah. Well, blue magic is a paste. Yeah. It was thick. Oh, it smelled oh, like straight ammonia. Yeah. So yeah. like, if you didn't use it in a aerated area, like you were going to die. Oh, really? That yeah. Fast? I, I think used, the jug I mean, actually says use outdoors. Like, <laughs> I think it says do not use indoors. And it worked. It worked wild. really well. Yeah. And even in even when I met my wife, and she was just my, my girlfriend at the time, and when she was working with me, we still used Blue Magic until probably six, seven years in before we finally switched to, I want to say we used. Oh, what was your first liquid? First liquid we used was white diamond. Oh, really? But then I found the only thing I could get it to work on was diamond plate. <laughs> white diamond plate. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, white why diamond only works on a white diamond plate. Not, <laughs> now, at the, at the time, I didn't realize, like, I'm sure it worked better because going over the diamonds was building more heat. Right. If I'd have scrubbed harder and faster back then, maybe it would have worked better on wheels. Yeah. But... I didn't realize like diamond plate scrubbing across it built up more heat and it, that's probably why it was working. I haven't used a ton of white diamond. Is it more the consistency like Lumi? Yeah. No, white diamond's like straight no. liquid. Yeah, it's oh. like water. Oh, it's like water. It's, oh, it's, a lot of salt it's like our time to shine stuff only, okay. I feel like it's m even more liquidy yet. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's wow. super. It doesn't separate either. Yeah, water. theirs doesn't separate either. Wow. Well, it does a little bit if a you little, leave it on the shelf. Like but once you shake it up, you're good. Yeah. yeah. You're good for a while. Like, like, like mine, you got to shake it in between wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there's hardly any salt or solids in it. It's right. a lot of wax, I feel like. And yeah. I feel like that's why it didn't scrub all that great. But then we ended up using um, a couple of the other big name brands for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, then we ended up getting hooked up with a, a company for a few years. And, right. Um, that's kind of when, that's when I ran you and I ran into each yeah. other. When you started, when you were had a booth set up at the show yep we were working uh, with a company for a few years and you had um if you know you know i think you, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't you know um i think what really got you and i close together was i think you bought a couple bottles of product at the show no so at the show you after the out. show yeah you guys were out at the show oh yeah we released it and we sold out it sold out first yeah. day oh yeah it was crazy it was quick i was gonna buy a bottle the craziest first day, thing I've ever and then seen i was like life. no i'll get one you know tomorrow whatever no big deal and it was gone and it was gone and um so i ordered some from you in that like in july when i started trying to figure it out and i was like i need some products and so i told my dad i was like you front me the money to buy you know some of these extra products to polish trucks up he's like ah oh, sure 
Yeah. And so I ended up making, I called you and I made an order for about 500 bucks. Yep. And it was essentially like a well-built weekender kit. A starter kit. Yeah. Yeah. A well-built starter kit. Yep. And um, it had a few things in it. One, I was trying to do stainless. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was doing that and I was in, yep. and you guys had pulled me at, at this point already before I was even buying anything from you. You had pulled me into that uh, chat group on Instagram. Oh, that's right. We had a, a little, it was a little, uh, you know, team group. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a polishers group. It was a polishers group, yeah. We tried to get away from the Facebook polishers group because yeah. we had a lot of sack swinging. Yeah. And we started like an Instagram. It was really small at first it and then was, it blew it, up really quick. Did it quick. blow up? A bunch of people got added it and it, just, oh, really? it, it got messy, which is why Apparently most of us it. pulled out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so at first it was just a, this small little group of polishers, probably eight of us in there. Yep. Uh, one of them was uh, the owner of the polish company. Yep. Um, of the, the manufacturer. Yep. Like you and had a bunch of and had a few other big name polishers in there because Pete was in there. Yep. And that's when I was like trying to do stainless, and you and Pete were like kind of giving me tips back and forth, yeah. like oh adjust your pattern. And then I showed I it was a stainless panel on my on the side of my bunk, and it had uh, scratches that took a razor blade yep. to take the IFTA sticker off. Yep, I remember. And that. Uh, I was trying to get it out, and and you guys were like, well first you're gonna have to sand it, and uh, and then if you don't want to sand it or whatever, you know. And like I was like I'm getting these white lines. And I showed you what I was using. It was a it was a pleated, untreated white buff <laughs> with black with a black compound. Yep. Or no, I remember that. No, it was a. I was cutting it with something else. But yeah, anyway, I was finishing. Brown, I think. I think I, was I think you were cutting it with Tripoli. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was cutting it with Tripoli. But like, first off, Tripoli doesn't work great on stainless. And then I was coloring it with a blue bar from Bush. That's that we right. Had That's right. And a unpleated and a pleated cotton yeah and you guys were like no but <laughs> <laughs> like that product doesn't work like that you can't do that it was building was it building too much heat the uh, blue and the cotton i believe it was versus yeah. the flannel i like, believe it was building you, too you much you guys heat. were like you need to get a flannel so you can do that you yep. know the right way and uh so yeah i i called you and i made an order and it came like super quick and i got the product and i was like okay the liquid i got the liquid polish and I tried it out. I was like, well, this stuff's weird. Like, because I'm used to bush. Yeah. And then I get something that has, like, no abrasives in it. Right. Like, it it was a finished polish. Yeah, it was a finished polish. Yeah, it was, it was a, a true show polish at yeah. the time. Yep. It was a true finished polish. And I got it. And I was like, it's oily. But then it, like, dries like baby powder. I'm like, I don't even, I don't know. It wipes off really easy. And that's like, what really got you and I close was that. It started with that conversation. Yeah. But you and I got a lot closer, I feel like during that and that's a whole separate conversation we won't have on video because right. like brings up a whole topic about value and people that are social <laughs> yeah, media right. and not social media and what your <clears throat> following is and what your value is outside of that but right um you had sent me a video of testing three different products mm -hmm. um to mojo all this bush all right i think it was mojo at the time which is now roadworks that's true yeah actually you tested four of them i did no was it three? It was three. So Mojo, Bush, Bush and, and product, product X. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> so the, those three. Yeah. And then the, 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 the concept of that was I wanted to see which three, which three waxes would hold up. Like, how do they hold up in the sunlight? Now, this was a tank that had gotten wrecked, so it just sat outside, so it yeah. didn't have any, it didn't go anywhere, and it wasn't on a truck. Sure. But I did three panels. I did three test panels. I taped them off. 
in sections. Yep. I used three set. No, I used six separate rags. Yeah. I used three separate rags to apply it. So there was no cross three, contamination. Yep, and three yep. separate rags to take it off. And this sprung up a whole conversation about mm. how someone like yourself, mm -hmm. there is no dollar amount and no social media. Cloud. I'm air quoting for those of you that can't yeah. see. Um, I'm air quoting the. There's no social media clout number right. that can evaluate true unbiased test. A true unbiased yeah. test, like the value that comes out of that. And for me, when we started creating our own products, people like yourself are yeah. are the people I leaned on. Right. I leaned on you, Casey, Detail Dave, um, Independent Industries, Zach Tuckman, um, Keenan, Zach. Um, yeah, all your Matt close Davis. guys my close guys that right. I wanted to know and get actual real feedback from right. not guys that were just going to blow smoke. Yeah. Like I wanted guys that were actually going to test stuff and try it out. And if it wasn't good, tell me it wasn't good. Even Springer, he told me a number of times, he was like, dude, your product just isn't there. He's like, keep going. Like it's yeah. not working what I'm looking for. Right. Make it better. <clears throat> we made a lot That's of adjustments and a lot of changes as we went along. Right. But, was his more on the Springer's, was more on the detail the side? The detailing side, yeah. yeah. When we got into the detailing products, he helped a it's lot with that. It's good to have somebody like that, though. But when we were doing our bars and compounds and stuff, mm -hmm. and our buffs, I, I reached out to Casey. Yeah. Casey and I have gotten really close over the years, and him it's, and I... It's always, fun when I it's always fun when I get a phone call, like, I got this new bar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, do you now? Try this out. Yeah. Like, I know you do a lot of high-end stuff, and you, over, you overshoot a lot of stuff. Everything. So it's nice to send you stuff, because when I... I shouldn't say just one eye, when Keenan and I mm -hmm. are in the shop and we're testing stuff and trying to see how to get to that next level, you're one of those guys that I know you can perform that next level. And if I tell you how we're doing it, mm -hmm. you can usually replicate it. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to be able to do that. Attempt to anyway. But <laughs> like I said, that whole conversation stemmed from there's no amount of social media club that can get you that kind of information. Mm -hmm. Now, lo and behold, yeah, now <laughs> you, you've become a, a TikTok juggernaut, I and it's like not. now it's a double whammy. Like, like I don't feel like you're famous to you million. Listen, I'm I'm sitting <laughs> at like twenty some thousand, and you're at four hundred and some thousand. Yeah. You're doing all right. Like, yeah, doing all right. Yeah. When you post up on TikTok, like it does well. It it instantly translates on my end into right. sales. Like I see sales on our website every day mm. that you post up. So when I see your, your coupon code come through, I'm like. All right, what's Steve post today? I need to go check this out and make sure. Head over there and check it out. Make sure uh, make sure I'm supporting <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> Was it? I don't know. Like, we got rid of a whole lot of dead inventory that we've been trying to liquidate out of our yeah. sales section. We're going to do that again then. So that was nice. It was yeah. really nice because we've been trying to. What was the thing that sold the most? You know? Uh, you know, we are almost out of the degreaser. Yeah. We have like. What is it, Keenan? Two bottles left in the shop? Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. I think two. we got two bottles left in the shop. Wow. So, like. Got some buckets. Not the. Oh, uh, yeah, we got some five gallon buckets left. but Not the all purpose. The degreaser. Yeah, the all purpose. Okay, okay, yeah. The APC. I got you. Um, it, we literally have two bottles left in the uh, in the two. inventory. I know what. The um, hand cleaner actually went pretty well. Yeah. But we have got 20 cases of that left upstairs somewhere. For the price? Of what you have, like I'm selling it at what I bought it for. Yeah, which I is mean, ridiculous. I'm, I'm dumping it. Yeah, like I'm trying to get rid of dead inventory because I'm trying room. to 
<laughs> trying to recoup some of that money yeah. to keep putting into our inventory. Right. Um, it's not that I don't want to sell somebody else's product, just not that one. Yeah. Mm, you get your own I'd, now, yeah. I'd rather push push. You guys all. don't have room anymore. You don't have room in the well in there to have something else that doesn't sell, especially anything doesn't sell. I didn't get a chance to show you today either, but yeah. we were transitioning oh, yeah. over to our new building next door. Yeah. Um, for the product sales side, Ellen and Katie are going to be moving over to the other building. Oh, really? Um, we've been working on building inventory hard for the better part of three, four years. We've been building our own product inventory for uh, two years now, I think. Mm -hmm. And we, we honestly strive as hard as we can for customer service. We want we want our shipping to be fast and we want our people to be taken care of. Right. When we have somebody reach out to us that they have damaged product, we file the claim, it gets rejected, we still send product out. Um, when you place an order, we ship within, try to ship within the same day, unless right. it's ordered late on a Friday, then it'll ship out on Monday. Yeah. But we want our shipping to be as fast as possible. COVID hurt us last year because yeah. the post office was just holding stuff forever. But usually when you place an order with us, you see it within a couple of days. And we needed to build inventory in order for that to happen. Right. This year, we kind of got screwed on buffs. We kind of got screwed on um, <laughs> that was foam cannons. A lot of stuff has gone out of stock, so we haven't been able to help out as much. Mm -hmm. um, but it just kind of it just kind of is what it is. So we've been muscling it out and making it work. Right. Um, was that on your end or on the camera's end? Uh, that is the screen's end. Okay. So we can just swap out. I got an extra battery for cool. that over here. Um, but yeah. that's just the monitor. Low battery, yeah. Yeah, it's just the monitor. It's good. Um, but we have three quarters of a million dollars in inventory upstairs, which you yeah. saw most of it when you went up there last two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you saw the other building, we have pallets of product that were that's in the awesome. other building. So we're working on getting it insulated, heated and cooled over there, and we're going to be moving Ellen and Katie over there and hoping to build another three quarters of a million, if not another million in inventory so that we don't go out of stock on a lot of stuff. We stock everything from full-face respirators to foam cannons to all of our detailing products, right. um, compounds. Put them on the right, dial. What were we talking about at the end? Is it recording? Yeah. I don't know. You were on some tangent about how you had the best shipping and this is all your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the best shipping, but we tried. Um, are we back? Yeah. But are we, we, okay. um, we definitely strive for fast shipping. We want it to be as fast as well, possible. Well, Ellen does it does a killer job for me. I have never, I've been very fortunate to never have a package loss, very few broken bars. And if I order it before noon, like it usually tends to get out that day. We, we try to. Ellen and, but I'm special. Ellen, well, no, you're not special. Every, <laughs> everybody gets that no, no, treatment if I'm possible. Special. <laughs> everybody gets that treatment when possible. Like we, we try la, la, la. as much as possible. <laughs> That's what we aim for. Yeah. Well, uh, it, does, does, it doesn't she, always work that way. Right. Um, some days but, we're just so slam busy we can't. Right. But, but like for the most part, it usually gets out pretty quick. I usually see it in one to three days. Like not usually not one day, but like less than four days on average. Um, and yeah, you know, like just it's one of the reasons that I. It's just just another reason to add on that I buy from you guys because most polishers don't keep inventory. Yeah. And when you yeah. order. When you order from some of these other companies, when, yeah. and it takes a month to get it. Oh my god! And you needed it this weekend, yeah. or you needed it next weekend, and they don't have it because I they ordered. don't stock it. They make it right. to order. A lot of guys struggle with that. Yeah. So right. I try to stock more than I probably need to. Right. 
because when somebody calls on a Monday and says they need it by a Friday, we get it to them by Friday. Right. And that's worked out really well for us. Exactly. Might not work out for everybody else, but it works out I for us. Back when I got started, I ordered a bunch of stuff from you and then the other company of the, the product that we were, you were dealing in at that time, they had a Thanksgiving sale and they had like a real good deal or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, pick some up, whatever. It was two weeks. Yep. It was two weeks. I ordered it. It was two weeks to get it. I was like, wow. I was like, okay, that yep. sucks. I remember you hit me up because you're like, uh, I'm out, but I have some order. Can you hook me up a little bit? And I'm like, I'd love to help you out, but right. you didn't buy it for me. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not the company, so no, like I can't. Can't do nothing for you, sorry. Okay. Yeah, you can buy some more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't run a lot of sales. Yeah. But we keep a lot of inventory. Yeah. I don't run a lot of sales because we have a lot of inventory. So you use that coupon code Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> but we we just don't do a lot of sales because it, it chews into my bottom line and my bottom line is what's building our inventory right. right now. I mean I'm literally reinvesting every dollar we bring in to our right. inventory. Yeah. So that's it, nice. It, it's hard to run sales on my end because we just we need the money to help build inventory. Yeah. We can only do so much with it. Excuse my yawning. I yawn all the time anyway. But it doesn't help that it's what going on ten o'clock. Is it? Uh, it's nine something. Yeah. And uh, and I got up at three o'clock this morning. And this is our there. second time shooting. This is our second time shooting this. So yeah. that's even that's even better. So what other what other uh, bullet points we got? Uh, what do you primarily work on? Like so, okay. So primarily it's like 50-50 for me. It's kind of all over the board. But like a lot of trucks, uh, you know, polishing semis, lo- local stuff, farming, like. Farming's big in our area, so a lot of farm trucks and then like other locals. Obviously, I was in trucking for a long time, so I have like pretty good um, reach into that. And then word of mouth has been great. So probably 50% trucks and then a lot of loose parts um, in terms of just everything. Wheel, car wheels, um, it's it's every, it's literally everything. Well, recently you've gotten more famous for... Cast iron skillets. <laughs> cast iron skillets. Cast iron skillets. Oh, God. If you know me, you know me from polished cast iron skillets. You know TikTok. me from TikTok. <laughs> yep. You know me from cast iron skillets. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. I got, that was kind of a happy accident, I suppose. Yep. You know, it, it did grow my following and gave me an opportunity to, um, it was actually a lot of fun. I was doing it because. Don't say that. No. People are going to think that was polishing cast fun. iron skillets are fun. No, that's not They're the case. not. I haven't done one. <laughs> Making videos <laughs> of polishing odd stuff is fun. Uh, so, yeah, I did, a, I did a little 8-inch, and we talked about that in the previous one that you guys didn't need to hear. Uh, but uh, I, I bought a little 8-inch skillet, and I was like, I saw a bunch of skillet videos on TikTok. And I was like, these are doing well. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll you know jump on that little you know wagon and yeah. see how that goes. So I bought an eight-inch skillet and it blew up. And I polished it, and it yeah did really well. So and like I said, that net. A lot of it was like heaters at first. Oh like, yeah, I can't oh, believe that's what you, you destroy want. cast iron. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's wonderful. Thousand comments. Oh, I can't believe you did that. Your grandma's gonna kill you. It was oh, people were upset. I was like, just, just keep coming. Yeah. Just keep coming. It's yeah. fine. And so uh, yeah, that was a that was a banger. Um, and like so, that one net me like. 40,000 followers. Deeper, man. Something like that. Like, I was at 40,000 followers when that happened. I think it was 20,000 from that video. And then it got picked up by another guy who had a du- did a duet. And TikTok was pushing duets at that time. That one, 7 so million. That one went, yeah, that one went 7 million. And that net me another 50 or 60,000 followers. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, 
And then, yeah, I kind of I doubled down on cast iron skillets at the time. People wanted them, so I started doing them for customers. And then uh, you and I had a long conversation. You called me out of the blue one day, and you're like, hey, we need to talk about product and, like, what you're doing. And I want to make sure that you're, like, okay, like, you have your bases covered. So, like, so this, that, is one thing I wanted to, this is one thing I wanted to talk about in the last time we recorded this and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, I wanted to tell you the reason I did that was... Cover your butt. Well, no, <laughs> no, that wasn't it at all. Yeah. Was I hold you in high regard. Mm-hmm. And I see a possibility. You know the mark? Sure. I see a possibility oh, for. Um, <laughs> I, I saw a lot of possibility yeah. for another good guy to do something good for the industry. Right. Was as you were coming up, mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to just take along our product because at the end of the day, no. you, know, you know, I don't care what product you use. Right. I appreciate that you use our stuff and you well, promote our stuff. Make good stuff and I'll use it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> like if you find something else works better, right. I'm okay with that. If you tell me, I'll try to buy it and stock it so you buy it from me anyways. But nonetheless. Because like then I get it in three days. <laughs> right. But I, I do appreciate that you do that. But I wanted to see you give back to the industry in the yeah. same way and be able to. I knew as your cast iron thing went up, eventually yeah. it was going to wear off. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to still be able to transition that into your truck stuff right. and be able to help an industry that I've been struggling to help right. because it's so much for the very few of us that are actually giving back and helping the industry mm-hmm. because the industry was dying. It yeah. was a few old guys that were just not Which giving anybody anything. Right. And now there's a bunch of young guys that just weren't there. And I'm not trying to take credit for all these young guys coming in. Right. I think it's a, I think it's, a group effort kind of you know it is it's like the more social media becomes big and the more people that post stuff on social media about polishing yeah the more people find it mm-hmm. and then they're like wait a minute i didn't know that existed more people are like i'd like to try that right and, and one of the, there's ten. good info out there between mm-hmm. yourself and myself yeah you've got tiktok covered Pretty good. I've I got YouTube. To, I need to get on YouTube and start putting more on YouTube, whether it's on your channel or my channel. I'd love to Either collab way. with you on my channel. Yeah, hundred percent. I need I need to do it because a, it would, another revenue stream, which would take a little weight off my back. And for me, my YouTube channel does well, but you don't get enough content. But I just can't put all content all the time. Yeah. Like I wish I could. It's just a struggle. Be- so you come up here like once every two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> If, can you just pop on over? If we can, won't you? Won't you? Between Keenan and I, when we get the shop settled and we yeah. have some good guys in there, and I can get out of the yeah. shop a little more, I I plan to get back in here. I have a whole list of videos that I need to make happen. Right. Just I haven't been able to make happen because it's just busy. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it's really, like it blows really my mind how much you do in a day. Yeah, like watching like watching like you try to keep up with everything that's going on on the retail side and then on like also polishing at the same time and then taking messages and calls like i try not to micromanage as much as possible yeah but at the same time like there still is some level of micromanaging that happens to make sure it all keeps moving right you got to be in there to have hands on it it's a very can't just let it run itself it's a very tuned cog if you will for now for now (laughs) the fires are few and far between and it's not even so much that like most days like Keenan can handle in the shop by himself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make him do that, but he can do that. And yeah. like yesterday, 
I just needed to be in the office for a day. Yeah. I needed to get caught up because I'm leaving tomorrow for a truck show in Nebraska. I needed to get caught up. Keenan didn't complain about it. He just got it done. He made it happen. Yeah. Ellen, she manages the office. Nine days out of ten, everything goes around and nothing changes. Nothing needs to happen. But there's that one day out of ten that I need to be in here and yeah. put out a couple fires and make sure stuff keeps moving. So it's a horse and a half piece. Right. I mean, it's yeah, so that's the thing, like having all that going on and then taking phone calls and, you know, whatever else is going on. It's, it's impressive. Right now, get that much done. there's 50 text messages I need to respond to Good from today degree. that I haven't had a chance to respond to today. And then I haven't even opened my emails today. I haven't opened my Instagram. I didn't, res- I didn't respond to my Instagram. I didn't respond to Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I did log into TikTok for a minute just because we were talking about it. And I wanted to check it out and see. Oh, yep, still at 20,000. Yeah, <laughs> but I needed to check my messages because people do message me on there as well, which right. is weird because I don't, I'm not very active on there and I should be, Zach was up me sideways about getting in early. I right. didn't, he got in early. You still managed to pass him. You figured out the algorithm and yeah. just pushed hard and it worked out really well. Yeah. And you, you pushed me pretty hard to start putting on more content and doing it. I, I, I feel like. I can put out a two hour long YouTube video mm-hmm. or I can put out a 10 minute that YouTube video yeah. and I can put out good, good content. I feel like right. to put out TikTok content, I feel like takes longer than That's my YouTube content. Wild. Yeah. And mind blowing. I don't know if maybe it's all in your head. I'm just looking at it differently and it's all in my head. Right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like, like I was saying earlier, uh, I think you should just do, as far as growing your following on TikTok and having, you know, the, the time to shine and, and all that stuff, I think that one of the things you should do is a vlog style. Set your thing to 60 seconds in the morning when you get here. Just walk out in the shop with that thing on and be like, all right, here's what we got going on today. We got to do this and this or whatever and, like, go yeah. up the stairs and, like, who wants a bottle? You know, who needs some of this? And it's this much, like, like little you, stuff like that. You saw how our day is today. Being yeah, today here all day. was kind of, I feel like today was an easy day. But at the same time, right. it's hectic. Yeah. Like it's organized chaos. Right. Like we had three trucks in and out. And mm-hmm. yeah, there was a little break in between because they were trying to organize getting right. all here. Yeah. But at the same time, in between, I was messaging people back, taking phone calls. Even mm-hmm. while we were working on it, I was taking phone calls. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to get you with those. Yep. You got it. <laughs> but it's like... Um, it's just, it, it's a nonstop cycle most days. Right. Like if I, I need a media manager. Yeah. And you and I talked about that today is at some point in time, you'll need one as well. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough. I have enough people working in the office and in the shop that I can manage my own media some days, but at the same time, like there's going to need to be a lot more at yeah, some point. It's, in time. it's crazy. It's, it's wild. I can't, I can't get, I can't respond to half the messages I get. And I'm like, and it got to a point where I just like kind of like threw my hands up. Like I can't. Like, because if you're... I try to respond to all of them, it's so hard. That is all hard. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Facebook business and YouTube. That's literally, that's why I don't put a whole lot on TikTok right now is because it's like, do I need another one? Do I add one more stream to it that I have the to now respond to? The like on TikTok, the only way they can message you is if you're friends with them. Yeah. But so even the comments, people... like I respond to oh, almost yeah. all comments. Yep. It's hard. And that's hard when a video blows up. Like I had oh, one video yeah. that got like 400 or 500,000 views. I still went through 
commented on every comment that was like relevant that needed something like yeah. hey what did what was it that you used there and it right. was like oh man i need to go through and right and do that yeah yep those are the comments aren't terrible um because it's usually a one like a one time you respond to it and they get their answer yeah uh but like messages like instagram when you message somebody back on instagram you open that can of worms yeah like and then it's an ongoing conversation open. yeah i can show yep. you hundreds yeah. of instagram dms that are like hey i got a quick question for you and i'm like uh, oh yeah. all right hit me up yeah and then it's bam book and it's, I have no problem with that. Like I try to respond right. to everybody, but at the same time, it's like it's, it turned from a quick question to a I want to be spending the next two hours back and uh, forth responding with, to these. with one person, one person of fifty, let alone fifty. And so, like you yeah. go in there at night at midnight or something, you know, you got a little free time, and you respond to twenty five of those. You wake up the next morning, and it's twenty five conversations, yeah, that are now open, and you're like, that I now have to huh. sort out. Yeah, because it's I like thought, I thought I was right. making headway. In fact, I went backwards. Yeah, because <laughs> now I got twenty five more. Yeah, and twenty five from yesterday. So it's like I, I feel bad, but everybody's like, "Don't you remember what she said to me yesterday?" I'm like, oh, <sighs> "I need to go back and reread it." Yeah, because I talked to a hundred people since then, That's and I feel crazy. terrible. Yeah, that I have to go back and reread it, but at the same time, it's like. But everybody wants to get famous. <laughs> I can't. I cannot even fathom the people that have like. Tens of millions of followers. I now know why they have media managers. Well, yeah, you have to. And when have everybody's like, not. they sold out and somebody's responding for them, it's like, dude, they just can't keep up. Can't keep up. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. more than you'd think. And I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not looking for And, I'm, and like, we're, like, considered, like, I would say that we are still small. Yeah. Like, I, you've been growing your following for a long time. Yeah. So it's very loyal. Yeah. And, like, it's dense. Yep. In the numbers. Yep. And, like, but, yeah, it's... It's crazy. And I got popular on Instagram when Instagram was first growing. Right. And in the same way that you you did really well with yeah. TikTok while it was still growing. I forty six I think I'm at forty six thousand on Instagram. Yeah. That's Which solid nice, for a metal polisher in a yep. niche market. Like metal yep. polishing isn't for everybody. Not forty six thousand people. That's what I mean. Maybe <laughs> it is. Maybe it I mean, is. Yeah. Depending but, on what they're looking you know what they're looking for. But yeah, like it's a niche. But it's even a TikTok, niche like yeah. you've got it was the skillets. How many hundred thousand? Four hundred and seventy. Four hundred seventy thousand. Like, yeah. they're not all no. going to polish something. Most tomorrow. of them. Uh, most of them, them on buy TikTok. products for their cars and trucks. Or most whatever. of them on TikTok are there for the satisfaction. Yeah. They enjoy watching the process. That's what I mean. It's like yeah. that satisfaction. You're going to turn that into shiny. A whole lot better. Yeah. Than yeah. the polishing side of it, oh, like yeah. teaching somebody how to polish, right. and that was my niche was. Yeah, like on Instagram, you can't. You can see the before and after, yeah. but you can't watch it being done. Yep. Yeah. So, so the YouTube thing for me was just way helping better. somebody out. And honestly, right. my YouTube stemmed from people asking me a hundred questions, and I was like, the easier way to answer this is to show you. Mm-hmm. And then my first videos weren't like actually showing you. Like it showed you watching me do it. Right. But it wasn't me breaking it down and doing it. Like, I didn't know how to edit videos back yeah. then. I just voiceover GoPro stuff. on my forehead and just, right. this is me starting. Make sure you wear a respirator and go. And go, yeah. <laughs> put your, put your, put your respirator on. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was with exactly a, With a GoPro. It. You're like, what's he saying? And like, uh-huh. you're talking while you're grinding. It's like, I don't know. And but he's doing a nice job. And now I'm redoing <laughs> a lot of those videos yeah. and people are like, oh, that's what you meant. I'm like, well, the process changed a bit too now. but Right. But still. It's better than it was. Right. And, 
Yeah, it's it's uh it's definitely interesting. Uh, I was gonna say something about TikTok, and I don't remember what it was. So that's how it goes. It's my life. So, what's been probably the highlight of your career so far? Sitting in this room with you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, <laughs> highlight of my career. That's terrible. I don't know. Like, I don't know that there's like a highlight, like one thing that's been, I don't know. That's hard to say. Like, TikTok's kind of cool. Like, that's kind of a highlight is like growing a following that big, knowing that people like to watch what you make, your content. So oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, oh. um, when that first started off, I was doing like, uh, oddball stuff. I was polishing oddball things. Sure. And I have a whole list on the wall I know. of all these random things to polish. I can't wait to do those. But I'm so covered in like. You know things what gets to me hard? Like the one thing <laughs> sitting in this wait. room with you. <laughs> <laughs> I I worded that wrong. You know what gets me in the feels? Uh, when guys walk in now into my office yes. and they see my polished railroad spike and they're like, oh, did you polish a railroad spike because Steve Summers did it? Uh, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> nope. I polished railroad spikes before Steve Summers was even polishing. Nope. No, you didn't. I did it before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was always cool. It's just now mainstream cool. Yeah, now it's mainstream. Yeah, it's like, mainstream cool. Yours caught on. Yeah. Mine just sat on my desk. Yeah, mine did millions of views and now everybody's like, oh, a railroad spike. There was a... I'll, I'll give him some credit in this video. Uh, he's no longer with us. He took his own life, but um, was a really good polisher that had stopped by here and wasn't for training. It was just a buddy stopping by. Yeah. And him and I got to talking about railroad spikes one day, and I have a railroad tracks right here. Yeah. And we definitely did not go pick them up no. off the railroad tracks because mm -hmm. that's a federal offense. We right. would definitely not do that. Uh -uh. <laughs> But somehow acquired one. But somehow. <laughs> somebody, we, somebody else stopped by. Yeah, and dropped one with off. one. Yeah. 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 And uh, him and I got to talking about it. And um, I said, you know, one of the other polishers in the polishers group at that time had said that you could polish a steel railroad spike. And I'm like, it's not possible. That's wild. And he's like, dude, I've polished them all the time. I'm like, how? He's like, they're <laughs> just like stainless steel. They're not hard. Right. I literally watched him sand shape and polish a railroad spike for probably the better part of two to two and a half hours. Wow. And that thing was absolute perfection when he was done. I mm -hmm. mean, this thing was hammered. So I decided he did a full polish. The entire thing was uh -huh. polished when he was done. And I decided that looked cool, but it was cooler to just do two sides right. and leave the other two sides, the original, how wow. you found it finish. Yeah. Cause then I'm like, the people that are like, oh, that's just chrome dipped. Yeah. Now you can see it's not chrome dipped. Yeah. Like, for sure. If you chrome dipped it, even the rough side would be shiny. Right. But it's not. That's not. So it was kind of cool to learn from somebody that something I thought wasn't possible was it possible. Blows, it blows my mind that you didn't think that was possible. Like, that's interesting to me. I'm trying to remember when I polished my. Because now I polished like, everything. That, that was the one that, that definitive moment for me that was like, oh, maybe I should try everything. Everything. Yeah, like, Every. I got a whole pile of what, stuff up there. What metal can I not polish? <laughs> yeah, and like, 
there's some things out there that don't want to be polished. Yeah. Yeah. Like you still get something out of like usually. four cast aluminum. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can keep that. Yeah, that's probably got to be one of the worst ones. I got no use for that at all. It's so hard. Not even a little bit. Yeah. You're like, why is this still gray? Um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> but uh, yeah, like there's just it's it's wild that uh, why is this still gray? That's that's the truth though. Like it's you accurate. Had that, you had that come across, you know, from time to time. You get something that's really, I don't even know what it's made out of. It's I really want to say accurate. tin, but like not even. It's really accurate. It's, it is. You get you're like, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, that's uh, like I guess one of the highlights right now is probably you know blowing up on blowing TikTok. up on TikTok and doing that. And for what it's worth, maybe oh, I really hope you continue that successful streak because like yeah, you're doing a lot of good for the industry. You're putting out a lot of good. Right. I hope that keeps growing for you. Uh, I think one of the highlights might have been when you called me and said that that sparked one of the biggest internet orders you guys had had. Yeah. Yeah. We had um, the TikTok ad. I don't remember it was a two or a three thousand dollar order. I don't know, it was a lot. I I don't remember, but it was a big one. And I was like it came through and I, I looked at Ellen, I'm like this is our biggest what? online order yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I saw coupon code. Summer shot. <laughs> like, huh. All right, well, that's neat. <laughs> I guess that worked out. Yeah. Uh, keep him on the friends list. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like I said, when we're done with this, I'll, I'll have that conversation with you with uh, why, right. uh, why I, I, I don't care about social media clout. Like I'm not right. going to hire in a bunch of people just because they have social media clout. Like, it doesn't seem to work out. I, I see because when, the, when you're done with them, they'll move to the next person. They'll move like, to the next person. Yeah. And you and I have built a friendship outside of polishing as well. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I Family. I, you know. You've been at my house. Oh yeah. You were at my old house. Yeah. And I've been at my new house. Yeah. Like. That's you, what I was saying today on that uh, post on Facebook. I was like, "This dude's. This is the guy that that I showed up his house. Didn't know me from Adam. Like we talked on the internet. <laughs> and then like wakes up the next morning, sick as a dog. He's like, we're going to the hospital. When you get up, take a shower and meet me at the shop. Yeah. Like, should leave in your house? Yeah. Like, I yeah. trusted you. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's a face, it's a trustworthy face. <laughs> uh, For those of you that are just listening to the podcast, it's not that trustworthy. It's not terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was trustworthy enough. Oh, the air conditioner caught up. Yeah. Interesting. It's nice in here now. That's quiet. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much, uh, depending on how much audio editing we get to do, you guys will either hear or not hear that. Yeah. So Steve's we'll going to try and make his episode the best one. Yes. I'm an audio Nazi. He's shooting for it anyways. Yeah. I am. I am like. It's bad. Yeah. I get, I get like on our podcast, I get angry when yeah. the audio is not what I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I not, three I'm not that good at editing. Maybe. It's just, you get just what you get. Put it together. The content is people listen to it. Like I said, right. there's a guy who does not want to be named one of the bigger influencers in the mm-hmm. industry for motivational speaking. He told me just put out content. That's it. You don't have to be great at editing. You don't have to be great at none of that stuff. You just keep putting out content. It shouldn't matter. If you're actually trying to give out to the industry, it shouldn't matter if you have 10 views or 10 million views. Right. Just put out content because yeah. it's if every video helps one person, you're already ahead. Mm-hmm. So keep putting out content. Keep doing it. Right. Do what you can. So what other questions you got for and me? Gary Vee 
pushes that quite a oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Too. Just does. put out content. Content, content, content. content, content. Even if it it's not matter. great, yeah. put out content. It doesn't matter what it is. Somebody will like it. It's more content. What's the most interesting thing you've polished? I know you... That's that's also really tough because, like, with all, with all the miscellaneous parts that I mm-hmm. get, like, it's been rando stuff. I, did a I will say for me it was the brake rotor. Really? Yeah. That was the most interesting thing. Honestly, I thought it was awesome. It was annoying. It was one of the... <laughs> Because as a polisher, yeah, I kept thinking like, hmm, will it? My truck. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, I don't want to maintain that. You can't. You can't. No. As soon as it gets wet and you wash it. Anything. Gone. Something about brake rotors in general, whatever that's made out of, um, the, the steel is porous. Really? Yes. You can't keep that from rusting. That's why if you ever see a brake rotor on a car and like you take, you like, it's got big wheels on or whatever. Our next like, one will be a powder coated set for sure. Yeah. You, like you see it in like if it if the car sits there for 15 minutes and gets rained on, the rain spots are rusty on the rotor. Something about rotors, they rust just instantly. I mean, they're steel. Right. But how long have you had steel stuff sitting out here that's just now starting to get any kind of surface rust on it? You know what I'm saying? I don't let people touch it. Right. Don't what? touch it. The brake rotor <laughs> rusted overnight in the garage. That's accurate. Overnight. Yeah. Humidity? In, in the garage. High it was, humidity? It was winter. Oh. So low <laughs> yeah. humidity. Huh. Yeah. Overnight. With, like, with time to shine on it. I wiped wow. it down with liquid polish. That's a ton of wax. That's a ton of wax. It should not and rust. it still did. Still did. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. So I was like, wow. That was insane. I've not tried it on a brand new rotor, but on a used rotor, like, the top hat, everything. Really? The whole thing. Just, whoosh, hmm. I was like, hmm, Interesting. And then That's we tried weird. to ceramic coat it, and it still did. Not as bad, but yeah, you still told did. me the ceramic coat didn't work all that great, huh? Didn't, didn't do it. Well, it steel. we think that it wasn't applied properly, so yeah. we want to do another test. Sure. We're going to do a different piece. We're not going to use a rotor. A rotor is silly. So the rotor for me was like cool. One of those that I thought it was the most interesting thing you've done. Probably my favorite thing was that custom stainless grill. Oh, do you yeah. remember that from like yes. 2017, probably? Yeah, I do. It's a. It was a 13 inch. Made out of schedule, I think schedule four. It was like a barbecue grill, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, he was a, uh, the guy that built it. That was it, cool. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> uh, the guy that built it was a pipeline, is, is a pipeliner. And he builds these all the time for the back of their rigs so that when they're out somewhere they can cook on them. You know what's not building cool stuff like that? Polish polishing company. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make any money. Pipeliners. <laughs> Pipeliners. Building grills. Yeah. And yeah, so it was like, it was a full custom grill. He started with a piece of, scrap stainless pipe from a job so it was stainless pipe Oof. raw this was good super stuff. raw oh it was good stuff good super quality. raw did that had a machine shop cut the side pieces which were like um they kind of like had a i don't even know what the shape would be um but anyway it round and they had little feet basically and then it had two by two stainless tubing across the bottom for that and all of that was raw the entire thing. None of it was made out of any polish. Wow. Yeah, all raw. And I sanded every inch of it and polished it. Wow. All the way around on the tubes, everything. And that was a, I charged him 500 bucks for that. That should have been a lot more. But oh well, it was fun. So that leads into my next question is, what's the biggest thing you got burnt on? I, like something you thought oh. was going to be super easy, but you were like, you quoted <sighs> it out and you were like way upside down on I'll bet you the biggest thing I got burned on was one of my first paying jobs. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
I think yeah. you may have told me this story. What a learning before. curve. Like, what a learning thing. I was polishing stuff, and I had polished wheels before, and I had polished uh, factory wheels before for, like, a vehicle. And a kid hits me up, local guy, local kid, and he's like, hey, man, I got some painted wheels on my 94 Trans Am. Ooh. They're five-spoke. He sends mm. me a picture. I'm like, yeah, I can do those. I'll just st- shoot some stripper on them. I'll strip the paint, and then sand them and polish them. Piece of cake. They dip prime those. Uh-huh. Yup. They sure do. Yeah. And it soaks in the metal. And it's not coming off. <laughs> it doesn't come out easy. I don't care how much stripper you put on. <laughs> it's not come off. We it's in the up. pores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then down in the corners where the cast is still rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We ended up taking that off. We ended, ended, up, time. ended up the 20. Oh, is it the 20? Is that going to yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's that's why I said it. in the corners. Okay. So the cast, down in the cast in the corners of it, like you were saying, it soaks in. And what we ended up using was, I think it was green Scotch Bright or red Scotch Bright uh, pads. Yeah. Put it with gloves on because it was like just fingers were just raw trying to get, because we got most oh. of it off by sanding. You can get DA in most of it, yeah. but down in the corners, you couldn't. And so I took a, Scotch Bright, and um, I think it was lacquer thinner. I think it was lacquer thinner or reducer, one of the two. Oof. Yep, and we we soaked the Scotch Bright in that, and then just rub it in the corners until it scratched it all out of there. I'll tell you what, your fingerprints had to be gone. I had twenty four hours in them. Whoa! For the set of four, mm-hmm. twenty four <laughs> hours. hours a wheel. How much? Or no. Six hours a wheel. Yeah. Ooh. Six hours, yeah. 24 hours would be three grand a year. Yeah. Four grand. Well, obviously. How much do you think I charge? That early in 300. the 300. 240. <laughs> I think I ordered them 200. $10 an hour. <laughs> Less materials. Less materials, which was, which was, I don't know. You ain't paying tax on it. $100. Follow it as a loss. Call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, time to pack it up. I I'm not polishing for a living. Beautiful wheels. When I, got done with I bet them, they look cherry. Gorgeous. I bet they look. Cherry. I put a ton of time into them, and they yeah, they were they were gorgeous when I got done. And that was only the face. I didn't do the I didn't do the back. So drum. this leads into something that I've been trying to get across to people for the longest time, and I'm going to put out a YouTube video on it shortly. Yeah, you should. Um, it's one of those things that it's on my list of things that I need to put out of my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Is as a young polisher saying no. It's okay. Is okay. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> Listen to me. Stop fighting me on this one. Sometimes a hard no yeah. is better than an easy yes. For sure. Because I've watched so many polishing companies over the years yep. die and kill their business by saying yes to stuff like that. Yeah. Where it was like they didn't know how. Yep. And I'm not saying you shouldn't try things you don't know how. You think it was because burnout? They what? kept saying yes to things that didn't work and they burn out. Either you, you get burnt out or you run yourself broke. Yeah. I, I watch it Which all is the one time. Which is the same. I've, yeah, same yeah. thing. I've watched easily 200 polishers that I feel like could have. Wow. Maybe not all 200, but right. 200 I've watched fail. Yeah. I probably, I would say probably 50 of those I thought had a good shot at turning it into a really good business. Wow. Like they were really talented and just everybody thinks fuel tankers are so big and it's six grand. I'm going to make a killing. I'm going to do one. And I'm going to make six grand. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And it takes them a week. And they're like, well, I just made six grand in a week. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't make six grand in a week. And everything else. 40% 
in the state of Wisconsin goes to taxes. 40%. 40%. Wow. Well, so if you're if you're an S corp, it's like twenty six percent. But even then, like who's can, an S corp doing six thousand dollars tankers? Me. <laughs> so are you doing tankers for six thousand? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, three to six, depending. Yeah. Um, sometimes more if they're rougher, but but nonetheless, three to six. So there's a chunk of change right out of there. Right let me the just top. say, Wisconsin is twenty six percent of forty percent if you're an mm-hmm. LLC or you're an LLC S corp. So forty percent is taxed. Off of that tax, you can write off your materials and stuff like that. Mm. But even then, you're gonna have two to three hundred dollars in materials. Yeah. You're gonna have probably sixty hours in labor. Yeah. So at sixty hours, you're only. It sounds like you're doing a hundred an hour. Yeah. But it's not. By the time you take forty percent right. out for your taxes, forty mm-hmm. percent off of six grand is thirty-eight hundred left over. Yeah. So thirty-eight hundred divided by that sixty hours is sixty yeah. bucks an hour. Now minus your materials, mm-hmm. minus if you have employees or you have payroll or taxes and yep. unemployment, that kind of stuff, oh, that stuff all wears off on it. It's like you made $20 an hour. Yeah. <sighs> I'd go work in a factory for 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not have to like, and not feel like I'm a hundred years old. Right. Yeah. So there's so much that goes into that. I watch a lot see. of polishers get into big jobs like that mm-hmm. and run themselves ragged and they did 60 hours and they feel tired and now they can't work next week or they mm-hmm. can't work on Monday or Tuesday and they got to reschedule and they got to cancel because they're just sore and in pain from doing a big job. Ugh. I watch them take on too many big jobs and I watch a lot of guys get into pontoons and airstreams and I have no disrespect for the guys that make it work mm-hmm. but I watch a lot of guys swallow themselves up and run run themselves out of business. Right. It's not the competition running them out of business. They're running themselves out of business. And that's one of the videos I need I'm to watching put out right now to another polisher. That's yeah. for another time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like, and that's one of the things I want to talk about on this podcast was like the business side of it. Is like, it's easy. You know, people ask all the time, "How do I get into polishing?" Like, whoa, uh, it's really easy to get in. A thousand dollars. Yeah. Can you start? Can you have talked about this number? What's the number, Keenan? Yeah, like three hundred bucks. Really. Yeah, you had three hundred dollars to get started. Uh, I, mean, I started with probably like twelve hundred bucks. Twelve hundred bucks to get a legit start. And mm-hmm. I started with a pretty good yeah. size inventory, really. Like, like yeah, twelve hundred bucks to buy a lot. People. Grinders in a decent amount of inventory. Yeah. Like it, and with a twelve hundred dollar budget, you could buy a nice grinder. Yeah. Uh, two of them. You could buy a variable and a and a. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'll tell you, those red ones aren't that nice. It'll get the job done. <laughs> For a little bit, long enough for you to make enough money to buy a nice cream. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I gotta quit. I gotta quit talking trash about them because they really aren't. It will get you by. It will. It will get you in. If you don't know, yeah. Well, I've gotten spoiled with good daggers. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And right, yeah. The uh, it's one of those things. Is like, it doesn't take anything to get into the business. Now, whether or not you're going to make it lucrative, anybody can polish to be sustainable. And make it last. Yeah, yeah, can't be like me. It's a different situation. <laughs> no, listen, you're sustaining. Yeah. And you're, you're right. growing. Yeah. So it's not like you're dying. Right. Burning out a little bit. You're going to burn out. That's yeah. the problem is yeah. because you're overachieving. Yes. Everything's a showpiece. Everything is a showpiece. And I'm not saying everybody doesn't deserve a showpiece. Right. Just not everybody wants to pay for a showpiece. You're not getting paid for what you're doing. Right. Like... Yeah. You charge decent and you're making good yeah. money. You're not dying, but at the same time, you're not thriving either. Right. I'm not doing what we did in the shop today. No. No. And I mean, I'm one guy, but still, one guy, as fast as you guys are working, one guy could have done that in the whole day. 
10 hours for sure. If you start at eight o'clock this morning, you could have knocked those three trucks out by yourself. You'd oh, be yeah. worse for wear at the end You'd of the day. You'd be tired. Yeah. yeah. A good day. You yeah. know? Yeah. For one guy, that'd be a good day. Could you imagine making that amount of money by yourself in one day? I mean, done it. That's what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, and it's a good day. Yeah, so you get done, you're day. like, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't care how tired you are. You somebody hands you a fat check that's got more than three digits. You on You wake it. up enough to get home. Yeah, okay. you're you're going home. Or if you're at home, you're going home clicking your heels. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm tired, but man, it was a good day. It like felt I, good. I got yeah. the end of that, yeah and, yeah, and I got paid and I got the job done. So you know, like and that's that's the allure is most of these kids and adults mm-hmm. that I see getting into polishing see that big bank check hit and they're like i just did a six thousand dollar tanker in one week i made six thousand dollars this week i can't make six thousand dollars at a job Mm -hmm. but then they take two weeks off right and they don't see that like that six thousand dollars at the end of the year you need this for taxes and some of these guys aren't paying taxes and whatever that's their deal Mm -hmm. but it's like you get into that six thousand dollars and you see that cash and now that's not your money yeah like or you, get you to need that. to reinvest in materials. You need to reinvest in your grinders. You need to, there's so much reinvestment in this business. Like, yeah, it's not hardly anything to get in. Right. But to are you sustain gonna stay it. Are you going to stay mobile in, you know, your old pickup truck or whatever you got? You know, like. And everybody feels like they need to get in a shop. This yes. is my other biggest gripe is. I need a shop. I've been in every <laughs> polishing group I've ever seen. Everybody feels like they have to have a shop. I yeah. just started a polishing business. I'm looking for a shop. Why? I was 15 years mobile before I got this That's shop. That's crazy. And this shop was a necessity because I was just swamped by two big contracts I had for concrete covered wheels. Yeah. And if it wasn't for those, I probably still would be mobile. Really? If it weren't for those two concrete companies that pushed me like... How many wheels were they dedicated to you? I had 300 wheels at my house, my old house. Oh my God. I had 300 wheels. 300 I had, wheels. I had wheels in my garage. I yeah. had wheels in my shed at my old house. And yeah. I had wheels at my um, my wife's aunt and uncle's house, the house we live in oh now, in his shed. I had wheels in his oh shed. And I didn't have enough they insurance. They shipped all those to you? What's that? They shipped all those to you? I had truckloads of wheels coming. And my, my wow. cousin and I would go and pick up truckloads of wheels. We'd go and pick them up. That's wild. Between them delivering them and us picking wheels. up, we had 300 wheels. We did like three loads of wheels that week, and it was 370 wheels or something like that. It was creeping Good up on 400 wheels grief. that week. We got wow. them done in, I think, 10 days. 10 days? 10 days. 300 and some wheels in 10 days. And you were using an old, uh, the old Titan machine? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Three. Uh, I was hand sanding with the sand shapers. Wow. And my cousin was running them. So you're using the old jig that you and your dad mm-hmm. built? Wow. Yeah, that old, that old jig that looked like an engine stand. Is this still in the... It's still no, in the, actually, oh. I paid it forward to oh. a local polisher. Oh, nice. That um, he, he hasn't been hating on me. He's been one of the nice guys in the industry. And um, he hit me up. He's like, hey, I really need a jig. Is there any way I can buy that one that you have out back that's just sitting there? I said, I'll tell you what. I'll sell it to you for the cost of the materials. And you can have it. Wow. And he's like, dude, I'll come pick it up today. Is that all right? I'm like, dude, I'll meet you there. Like, I was itching to get it out of here because yeah. it was just sitting back here. Right. Not getting used. Yep. Right. Yep. So that's I paid wild. it forward a little bit. Uh, that's one of those. Um, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Got lost in that one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the one Has thing it been that, a like. Long day? <laughs> 
that's the one thing. Like a lot of, like I said, a lot of this. Yeah. These small new polishers, yeah. I see a lot of guys get swallowed up by that too. That just blows my mind that you guys went through almost 400 wheels in 10 days. Like, you can look at that number, you get to the end of that, and you look at what you just, somebody wrote you a check for, and you're like, yeah, we need to not be in the garage. I did 85 wheels in one day. In the garage? I was literally putting hash marks on the wall oh, as really? I was doing them. Oh, man. Because I wanted to cone them all. Because I, <laughs> I wanted to cone them all at the end of the day. Yeah. And, like, the first few that I did, like, the dust was way thicker on those, so it was yeah. harder to count. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we did. You think it was 85. It was actually 105. That may have been. <laughs> may have been. But 85 was the number I could count. So, yeah, it was. Like counting rings on a tree. It sucked. That was brutal. Like, we were just, we prepped them all in, like, three days. And then I just sat and I ran wheels in the afternoon. He ran wheels in the morning. So, like, he, I think he came in from 6 until 2. And I went from two until three in the morning. It was like 13 hours or 14 hours and I ran mm-hmm. 85 wheels. Wow. That's crazy. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have gotten into a shop had it not been for those two big accounts. So right. I see a lot of polishers. We know some of the big guys too that were up and coming that got into a shop and killed themselves with a the shop debt. Really? Yeah. Like, you don't realize like $1,200 doesn't sound like a lot for yeah, rent in a shop. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the month, like some of these people are only turning a couple thousand dollars in profit. Yeah. Like after you take out all your hard costs and your expenses, well, you throw $1,200 in Pay that yourself. mix plus water, plus electricity, plus heat, mm-hmm. plus everything else. Like, can you really afford an extra two or three grand a month? Yeah. And still pay taxes? Mm-hmm. Not really. It's, that'd be tough. And mobile, mobile's nice. You don't have to pay any shop rent. You don't have to pay electric. Mobile's nice, except for the days it rains and I'm somewhere that doesn't have a shop. That's the... That was the the other kicker for me. Yep. Was we get a lot of snow in the winter. Mm -hmm. And my shop at home was in my garage. Yeah. And we ran a torpedo heater. Oh my goodness. Did you know aluminum dust is explosive when it's really thick? (laughs) We never found out, but there was a few times I thought I had carbon monoxide poisoning when I walked out. Yep. And I, I may have. When I when I set up uh, originally in my shop in the garage, I had a little propane torpedo in there, little yep. 40,000 VTU. Yep. And uh, I had a carbon monoxide detector in there. And one day after about five hours, that thing running. It, it went, went off. off. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh. Was <laughs> <laughs> that why I feel like that? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, went I didn't in. sleep great that night. I opened the door. Yeah. When I opened the door, I was like, all right, we'll just blow this thing Probably out then. Uh-huh. But yeah. it's one of those things It's like, yeah, doing it, having a shop would be nice for me because I have so many customers that don't have a shop. And then also, like, I have customers that have shops that are not, like, adequate. Sure. You show up and like, yeah, I got a shop. And you show up and it's, the truck doesn't fit. Dirt. In or. Dirt or rock floor. There's no light. Oh. That's, that's my favorite. Bad. You get there and no light. All the breakers are ten amp breakers. You're oh like, yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing I say to any new customer. I'm like, all right, show me to your strongest outlet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one there should be good. I'm like, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out real yeah, quick. Is if even, it's not, we're gonna do this whole truck with a variable. <laughs> even Saturday when we when we went working on Saturday, I I asked the guy. I'm like, do you have two separate breakers? Because we always run two cutters. Yeah. So I'm like, do you have two separate breakers? He's like, um, I think that one and that one. I'm like, 
If it isn't, we'll find out in a minute. Yeah. Like it doesn't take five minutes to blow a breaker when you got two high speeds on oh, there. Oh yeah. So, so the high speed, the grinder is a fifteen amp grinder. A fifteen amp breaker is only good for eighty percent. When they get hot and you tug on them, yeah, they go over twenty pretty quick. Do they? Yeah, they'll yeah. hit. I think we tested them one time and they were like twenty two amp. They were pulling when they got hot. And yeah, and a breaker, pressure on them. And a breaker is only rated at eighty percent. Yeah. So that's a twenty amp breaker. Oh, okay. heartbeat. And that also, has been our biggest waste of time ever because what's that going upstairs and popping breakers all the time uh, here yeah really oh yeah wow. we've had extra outlets put in and we still pop breakers really mm, it's wow. miserable that's our biggest time here. waster i put a uh, when i had the, biggest loss revenue when i set the garage up for the jig i put a four gang box down there yep. right next to the jig and it's a, it's on a 30 amp breaker I've never kicked that breaker. Oh yeah, thirty amp. You'll never blow that. No, one guy. We got a thirty amp all back, and we got two thirties in the shop now. Yeah. And honestly, I was tugging on that thirty today with the twenty two fives we were working on on yeah. the dump trucks. We haven't popped them since we put the thirties yeah. in. It's so and much nicer. Hold strong. Oh yes, I've never kicked that breaker. I'll kick the fifteens in the garage or the twenties, the dual twenties in the it garage. It take much. We'll knock those out with whatever else mm -hmm. in the garage running, but uh, the fifth, the thirties is is nice. Having that setup is so nice. Like when. Somebody drops a truck off at the house. Yeah. I take my hundred foot extension cord and stick it in there. Like I'm we run, gonna, I know I'm worried about it. Our hundred foot extension cords, we run all ten gauge. Yeah. Like that's they're, what mine is. They're huge. Cause I don't want the I don't want the drop between there yeah. and my Well, because I'm running I run a hundred foot and then I'm running a fifty on top of that. Oh really? Yeah, I'm running my fifty my fifty foot three way uh fourteen mm. three. And then running Speaking a, of Keenan, you need to get me that unlocking three way links. I need to get them ordered for the shops because I, mm -hmm. I definitely want to make that happen. Yeah, nice. Um, and for the road, for what it's worth, um, that they do they do really help. Mm -hmm. But what's the one really good piece of advice you could give new polishers, like somebody else getting in the game right now? Something that you've seen in your five to six years you've been doing this. Something that you think would help somebody listening to this. Hmm, probably my biggest thing, and nobody wants to follow these rules, is PPE. Hmm. Get a respirator, get hearing protection. Yeah. Like, unless you like listening to your ears ring at night, and like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I That's see terrible. you over there. That was terrible. The lights are so strong over here, I can't, I can't <laughs> see what you're doing over there. King, King is over here. King is over This is like... It's that. That's number one. Is like, get a, get a respirator and yeah. get, because like, it's just it's a tool that you should have. Like, I agree. You your eyeballs and your lungs are two things that I know are some, not easily replaceable. Yeah. I know some people throw on a pair of sunglasses and a t-shirt on their face. I personally can't <laughs> do it. I get like the fuzzies on my eyelashes. I'm out. Yeah. Like I don't I play it. anymore. I hate it too. Yep. I do not miss the days of guy liner. Yeah. I do not. And then like back in the, uh, back when I first started not wearing any hearing protection and running that grinder for just a couple hours every night. And then I go to go to bed and I just be like, ee, laying in bed, just listening to him ring. I'm like, Oh, that can't be good. So, uh, that's my first thing. The next thing is if you're trying to grow your polishing business, the number one thing you can do, if you don't do anything else is take care of your customers. Like, the end. Take care of your customers. Do go above and beyond in terms of like when you show up to a shop and you polish in their shop, clean it. Like uh, sweep up. Yes. Sweep up when you get done. 
Like it, make it make them think you weren't there. They come back out to a shiny truck and a clean floor, and they're like, "Cool, I don't have to sweep up." I even feel bad like when I offer to my customers, I'm like, "Hey, where's your brooms?" Yeah, and they're like, "No, no, no, no I'll no. clean it up." Mm-hmm. I still feel bad. Like I feel like right. I should be cleaning this up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Saturday, we were out at a job site, and I asked the guy, "I'm like, do you got any brooms?" He's like, "No, nah, don't worry about it. I'll clean it up before I leave." I'm like, "Yeah, I know you can. I don't That's want you to have to." Right. Like. Yep. I try I'd rather to take up, care of it. I try to clean up anywhere I can. Uh, obviously, some shops with like really rough concrete <laughs> makes it a lot harder. It's tough to try to get clean back up. Uh, you see that I have in my van now. I've I got see you two brooms in there. Yep. yep. Because I got tired of showing up to somebody's shop and they have this stiff bristled broom that's made out of steel. <laughs> something I don't know what it is, but it's it doesn't matter. It's a wire brush. <laughs> it's great if you're trying to push like dirt like clods across the floor. But if you're trying to sweep up fine cotton dust, it's worthless. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna buy my own brooms. So it's literally just spreading it out. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just you're you're evenly grading it across the floor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I bought my own brooms, my own nice brooms, so I don't have to worry about that. And then like, there's a couple of customers of mine that I offer to clean up, and they're like, no, no, we'll just power wash the floor when you're done. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, that's what you want to do. Not a problem. That's what the guy said Saturday. I think he said yep. he was gonna pressure wash, wash the floor. Yep. And I have a zamboni here in my shop, yeah. and we zamboni every day. So really? I do not want to. If you've ever been to some of these other Paul shops, like it is terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not just trashing on people or ragging on people, but like you can tell what size shoe that operator has because it's like six inches around his shoe size. <laughs> like you can tell. Really where it, he stands? Yeah, right where he, he stands. He stands in a divot? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it's like, wild. I, we had a Paul shop right here in town that the guy invited me over one time because he did a lot of NASA parts and mm. he wanted to know if it was something I could help him with. Right. And I'm like, no, like I don't do stand up lathe stuff. Like I just don't, that's not my yeah. expertise. Like production stuff isn't my thing, but I, I still stopped in and literally his toilet had this much on it. Wow. It was disgusting. How? I was like, I don't know how you live like this. Like, how do you not clean up? Like, it's not that I'm a neat freak, but still but at the same time, like it just, yeah, that, like that much buildup. Like you didn't like. Yeah. Do you shower at night? We we scrape the floors too. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. We scrape Here. the floors. We zamboni. Yep. Like we do a lot to keep our floors looking decent, and we seal them. We try to seal them every winter. Yeah. Uh, or every other winter if it stays decent, but to keep the concrete from getting too dry from the chemicals that we use to clean it. Right. Um, wow. Just kind of is what it is. Right. It's one of those things. It's. But yeah, that's what I would say. Like you know, take care of your customers and, um, you know, invest in tooling. Try to learn the business side of it a little bit, so at least you know what you're getting into. That's yeah. that has got to be the hardest part of figuring this out. Anybody can polish. Anybody can polish. To make it a polishing out. business. Yeah, it's a whole other ball game. Whole different game. You're not wrong about that. What's the time on that one, Keenan? All the times. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. What's the shut off at? Uh, Thirty. Oh. 30. Right. So we should probably reset it before the final section here. I think. I'll give you floor. You have. <laughs> there you go. And we're back. <clears throat> All right. So this is the one of my favorite parts. It's we called being professional. It's accurate. Yeah, fact. Yeah. So we yeah we got we have a TikTok is live right now. Yeah. So not a lot of people watching, but still live. It was still one of those things that like we're here. Might as well. Yeah, it'd be fun. Something fun. It's to a do. little extra for your viewers. Right. Um, since you've gotten big on TikTok, may as well incorporate TikTok into your podcast. Perfect. My podcast that you're a part of. Either way. It's my podcast. Semantics. 
<laughs> Potato. Never mind. 23 is mine. Go away. <laughs> 23 is yours. Where are you going with that potato thing? <laughs> uh, I can't because they won't let me play it on YouTube if I go that route. <laughs> anyway. But the last part is one of my favorite parts. And it's been interesting. Um, it's gotten a little interesting is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. I was supposed to come up with a, I know where we're going with this. Yes. And I was supposed to like, I was going to think of something to ask you. I pick your brain a lot weekly. <laughs> like, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And like, that's like my favorite thing to do Yeah, is call you up, catch you on a day when you literally have nothing going on. And you, like and you answer the phone, you're like, goose. I'm like, oh, oh it's going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> Means Whatever I'm, I'm doing, put it down. I got a 30-minute window here. <laughs> I can pick his brain because he's in yep, a good mood. He's in a good mood, and he answers the phone, and he's ready to talk. Yep. Like, all right, quick, start so, thinking about things to pick his brain about. This last, this last section is always the favorite for me because I get to hear something that you want to know. So I will open this last section up for you for, to ask me anything you want to ask. Yeah. Only thing I ask is don't make it. It won't be. Yeah. I, I don't even need to ask you. You've listened <laughs> to some of my other podcasts. You know what the rules are. It won't be political. It likely will not be about religion. It will be polishing related. Um, as long as it's not like old product related either. Like no, I try not it to, won't I be I try that. not to go back to Although I would love either. like, of course I'd love like pick your brain like outside of your product. What's your favorite product? Well, like. <laughs> I don't know. Like we said earlier, like for what it's worth, polish. I could answer that question very simply. Can you? Yeah. Lumi and Jess Car. <laughs> that was Both literally a, a cop out. But at the same time, there were two well. great products that I found no point in developing. Yeah. Because they work so well. Yeah. That was your yeah. Well, nothing like that. You know, like if you can find it, why why re why reinvent the wheel? Exactly. Um, I have no idea what I was what to ask you. I asked so many questions today, like so many questions. We talked about how many revolutions. It was nice shooting the, it was nice shooting the breeze in the shop. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was nice that the that it wasn't a, like a stupid busy day. Yeah. It was exactly what we needed. Like had a couple of work trucks come through yeah. that I could you know look at and try and dull you down a little bit. I was able to watch like was what had just enough going on that I was able to actually watch you two polish. Yeah. Um, both you and Keenan. And so that was cool to watch how each of you do a little bit different. I can't wait to see you see us tomorrow as well. Yeah. Because tomorrow's going to be one of those, like, we're hustling so that I can get out of here and get mm -hmm. headed to Nebraska. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a little bit nicer truck, so we got to put right. in a little more oh, yeah. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But still stay at that fast pace and, and get it done. Get it yeah. done. Um, I'm trying to think of like business, like a like the business side of it, like a question I have for you in terms of that. Um, I have no idea. I've always pushed you yeah, to sell, well, not sell, but purchase better equipment. Yeah. Like that's one of the big ones. I know you asked me that today. Like a wheel machine? <laughs> <laughs> I did try to get my shameless plug on the yeah. wheel machine when you, when you come out of the room and I'm like, you backed in her, did it? Yeah. And you were like, you ready no, for one? It actually didn't. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you got your paperwork here. <laughs> But the whole, still has that new machine smell. The whole grinder thing, like I, I know I pick on you for the Bauer, and for what it's yeah. worth, the Bauer is a great machine. If you have to choose a low dollar sub one hundred dollar polisher, yeah, I'm not sure you could beat it. I'm not sure you could either. Yeah. I feel like 
for the value. It'd be hard pressed to find another buffer in the market that does what it does. Yeah. But at the same time, call me bougie, whatever you want to call it. There's certain amenities in like today we were talking about, the Bower is a mere copy of, of the, the DeWalt. DeWalt. Yes. It is, it is. It's just a red housing. I think, I think <laughs> if you handed somebody. I don't like the DeWalt either. Well, yes, yeah, so, so, that's the thing, right? And he does. <laughs> he is just I think if you handed somebody the DeWalt, if you handed somebody the DeWalt and then you handed them the Bauer, I think it would be a little, you can tell the difference if you yeah. know what you're looking for, I but I don't know that you would know it immediately. If I, you know, I've joked around about doing this a number of times and Keenan, I really think you and I should do it someday when we're just messing around. We need to take one of our old respirators that's just scratched beyond repair, that's just trash, spray paint the inside of it black <laughs> and just prove that we can polish with our eyes closed. Oh, the man. whole truck? I don't know about a whole truck, but yeah. I could definitely do a wheel. You got, you got some flack for that when you did the one where you were literally looking the at the The tank camera. and I was looking yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, got some flack for that. Someone was like all upset because you were showing off. You know, and for what it's worth, I just wanted to prove. Every polisher can do it. Every polisher I just wanted to prove that like, once you get to a certain point in your career, yeah. You go off a touch and feel more than and you do what so you're sweet. actually physically seeing. Yeah. Like, I decide whether I'm going to move faster or slower mm -hmm. based on how the buffer feels like sliding across the metal. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't need to look at it. Right. I can close my eyes and just run mm -hmm. across yeah, it. Right. And I really think one day we should just because <laughs> the video did catch some flack. But at okay. the end of the day, like, you know me, I. For the most part, I don't care. You right. Know me. So it's like you know me, <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're always down for a good challenge. I do that every day. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So today, customer lost his mind because I was itching my head while I was polishing wheels. I run these one handed all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Watching him rouge up today, like he's wild. Trigger lock and just never lets off. He trigger locks I'm all like, day. Oh my god! Going into the podcast, like I don't unlock it. Yeah. The, He's oh, Western. Western. He's Western, to say yeah, the least. Yeah, Nebraska Western. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, but it makes my brain hurt. I'm my like, squeezer muscle won't go out on me. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it in Keenan's podcast, but there yeah. was one day where I was on one side of the truck, he was on the other, and his trigger lock got the best of him. <laughs> it kicked back. That was when he was in between the tank, right? No, that's not for my arm. Oh. And all I heard was whack. That wasn't the trigger lock. I caught an ass, but it was trigger lock. So. It was locked. Yeah. <laughs> it kicked back. It ripped his respirator clear off his face. I thought. I thought you guys. I thought you said that was. About it. I thought that was when you said you were like, you were doing a tank and you got too close to it, and like. I don't know if I buffed my face that time. I'm yeah. Sure, yeah. Did, did no, it catch your beard? It. I didn't help. Yeah. Another time I caught it, and yanked it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Trigger lock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just take the thing off if it was me. Like we have one grinder like that, and I changed the handle out. <laughs> I kept drawing. I busted one. the wrong. No. I busted the wrong piece out. The uh -huh. safety. The safety tab. Yeah. And then the lock tab broke with it when I took it out. Uh huh. So, <laughs> for first week here, Keenan's like that buffer don't lock. I'm like, yeah, I accidentally busted the wrong tab out. He's like, why don't you switch out the, the trigger? Yeah, like yeah. you got a hundred triggers up there. No, no. I'm like. Why don't you change the trigger out? Because like I don't trigger lock it, so it doesn't bother Has me one bit. You see him toting across the shop with a screwdriver? <laughs> he literally did. He took it the second I told him, why okay. don't you do it? He took it to the workbench, ripped it apart, put a, the trigger lock one from upstairs in it, 
Like, you wasn't putting up with it. Oh, man. I kept drawing that one. I said, no more. <laughs> you just oh, kept grabbing man. the wrong one. Nope. Not mine. But uh, at the same time, um, like, I've, I've gotten to the point in my career, 21 years in, where I see the value in not just the dollar amount spent on the grinder, mm -hmm. but the what value in what that grinder achieves me versus not having to run to the store to replace it yep. or not having the torque I want in a certain situation. Like mm -hmm. I've been in enough situations where I know what a cheap grinder is and isn't going to handle. Right. And I know what I need to handle to achieve what we're putting out. Mm -hmm. So like when we're putting out our show truck stuff, if you, I know that's why Keenan likes the DeWalt. He likes to feather the trigger yeah. a little more on the edges. For me, I like to let the soft start on the Makita slow myself down. That's why I bought him the DeWalt's because I know that's what he likes. Mm -hmm. And I bought myself the Makita's because I know that's what I like for my own my own taste. Right. And if the Bowers work great for you and it's yeah. getting you the results you want, it's getting your that's customers right. the results that they expect out of you, mm -hmm. perfect, perfectly fine. Right. I see no issues in that. But at the same time, my high speeds, I watch people buy Bosch's. I watch people buy um, the Harbor Freight. Hitachis. The Hitachis. Mm -hmm. None of those have the torque of the Makita. Yeah. Like, even the even the Milwaukee's, they just don't have the torque. Yeah. Like, you reef on them, you start losing RPMs. And as soon as you start losing those RPMs, your shine completely changes. Your heat changes. Everything just completely changes. Right. And for me, I like consistent results day in and day out. For me, the DeWalt high speed also works to achieve that. It spins a little faster than I like. Oh, really? And it's a lot heavier. They spin mm -hmm. 8,500. Oh, man. When you put them under load, they're 6,000. Right. But True 6,000, then. Well, with right. a grinding disc, they're 8,500. But with right. a buffing pad on them, buffing pads have a ton of... Mm -hmm. The fabric creates more torque pressure than a grinding disc does. Yeah. So it brings it down to about 6,000. We actually torque tested them one time. Um, my metallurgist friend that I talk to on a regular basis, um, he has a tool that you can um, set a buffer on and it'll measure the RPMs. Yeah. So like we'd put it on there. You put it on a dyno? We'd put it under, it was like a dyno. <laughs> we'd put it on there, put it under load. He'd measure the RPMs and the, right. the DeWalt was at about 6,000. I used to have two of them, two of the big DeWalt's, the mm -hmm. 8500s. Um, I ended up selling them to a polisher. 12 years ago, 13 Jeez. years ago, maybe. Wow. Because um, the Makitas got real light. They went to the um, 9067Ls was the model. Mm -hmm. And those 9067Ls were like non-ergonomic. They were super tiny. The head was really compact. Dude, those were the best the grinders. Gear? If I could find a pallet of 9067Ls laying somewhere, I would buy a pallet of 9067Ls because they were killer grinders. Super compact. I'll... I'll dig one out. I oh, have a bunch of them upstairs. Oh. I'll dig one out and I'll sh I'll send you a picture this of it. This is a high speed. The 6,000 RPM, the head was super small. It yeah. never got hot. When it did get hot, it was actually just filthy. Yeah. The body itself was super compact. It looked like um, um, the Makita 3500. It had like yeah. that same body, super small, super compact, but spun 6,000 RPM. Wild. And it, well, I shouldn't say that. I think it was 5,500 they were rated at. Mm -hmm. So it was close to that 5,000 that, you know, I like to be at. Yeah. Um, 
and you and I have talked about that, the tooling to get it down to 5,000 oh, yeah. is ridiculous. We, like, I actually looked into it. We into a conversation for that for a while. Oh, I wish miserable. I could. I wish I could think of a, a good question to ask you. Not even for myself. Like I said, I pick your brain all the time. I wish, I wish I could think of, like, a nugget that you've given me that would be really beneficial to someone else um, outside of maybe the the whole, like, let it go. Like, that's a that's a pretty good nugget. Um, I just wish that. I wish there was something I could think of. I did not do my job of I feel getting, like it's, getting ready for the podcast. The neat side for me is, like, I feel like every polisher I've talked to has gotten some kind of nugget from me at some mm-hmm. point in time. Like Casey, it was him keeping his chin up that changed everything for him. Yeah, that's like He was always looking down and looking up through his eyes to see where he was going uh-huh. by picking his chin up and watching below instead of watching at it uh-huh. changed the game for him. Isn't that wild? And for you, hopefully yet today and right. hopefully tomorrow, um, seeing work truck put out, mm-hmm. hopefully that helps. And yeah. Helps change the game for you a little bit. It's gonna be so hard. It is hard. It's hard to make that adjustment. I'm a perfectionist at heart too. Yeah. So like, I want to put out two hundred percent every day, all day, but you just can't. You want every you can't show wheel. You can't and be sustainable. Right. You saw what that last wheel I did on the wheel machine looked like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was nice. Are you trying to turn it down? Yes. It's not working. (laughs) (laughs) Your, Your perfectionism is showing through. It's a work truck. Stop that. I was, I was uh, actually telling Steve when we were driving to the house that my my favorite days are like when Huttenstein or somebody stops by and like we can unleash our inner children and just go crazy. But at the same time, it's even better when we have a work truck in first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then have them in right after. And they're like, whoa, my truck's going to look better than that, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yes, you're going to spend three times as much money as he did too. He wasn't looking for... Yeah. Sitting on front row at Louisville, he was looking for sitting in front row at the local field. You being able to turn that on and shut that off. In the same day. It just blows my mind. How do you go from one truck that gets just a, I mean, I don't want to call it a cut and rub because it's not you color it, but I mean, essentially, it is a quick cut. Like, it blew my mind today that you guys could run through that truck that fast. And of course... You want to step up on the truck and get your face right down in it, and you can see whatever like imperfections there were, sure. or whatever this, that, and the other might, there might be. Yeah. To step back, watch it leave down the road, and it looks like it has a brand new set of wheels on it. Looks killer. It looks like the tanks have great clarity. Like customers sent uh, me a message while we were sitting here shooting this podcast. Yeah. Thank you for getting three in today instead of two. All of them look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You can't see the podcast. That is my brain melting. Um, he's ecstatic. Uh, yeah, he's ecstatic. Yeah, and like, and his trucks all got dirty before they got home because yep. they all went right back out to the field. But they still looked work. better than they did when they left. Yep, by a long shot. Yep, and now they're ready for another year. Yep, and you get paid good money. Like you got paid enough money to keep the lights on and keep the shop going. Yeah, we did. It well was today. a good day for a cancellation. Like you had a cancellation. Yeah. early and like, actually, like, today was a full day of cancellations. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You like, had something else lined up? We had nothing lined up as of like last week. Oh, really? We had a guy call and cancel for the afternoon. And then I had, this is me in the shop. Guy message, 
called me and was like, Hey, I got to go in for mm-hmm. eyeball surgery. It's going to be one of those emergency deals. I can't make my appointment. Mm-hmm. And I was in the shop and I'm like, Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it when I get in the office. <laughs> By the time I get to the office, I forget everything yeah. I talked about to anybody. So I try not to talk to people while I'm in the shop because it screws Hard. up my schedule a lot. Right. So like, I didn't have anything on the schedule for today. And I messaged him, um, yesterday and was like, um, you still coming tomorrow? And he called me right away and he's like, uh, do you not remember I canceled my appointment? I'm like, oh my God. So I have a list. I go through, I have a bunch of really good customers that Mm -hmm. usually have stuff laying around and I call them and I'm like, Hey, I got an opening tomorrow. If you can send some over, I'll get you done. If you can't, no big deal. Yeah. And one of my really good dump truck companies, he always has something laying around. If not like today, he pulled three trucks off the road. Like he literally, every one of them came in warm. Because yes. they were hauling. The first one wasn't too bad in the morning. That second yeah. one was cooking. And that third one, we were breaking the it tires down. It was hot. Yeah, like, we were breaking the tires down. And you couldn't get, like, you sprayed silicone on the tires to help break them down. <laughs> and, like, it was just gone. It's like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> a lot of good that did. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was so, so when I was uh, wiping the wheels down with uh, glass cleaner. Yep. Like, it, I sprayed them all with glass cleaner. I'm like, oh, I'll let that soak into that dirt. And I come back and it's all dry. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> the, dirt, be, the dirt's redry. It that? should be mud, but yeah. it isn't. It's dry. <laughs> it's dry. Like they were good. They were toasty. They were. But yeah, he, we had planned on doing two. Yep. And when we got done with the second one, you're like, "Let's do one more." I'm like, "All right." So I messaged him. That I'm like, Keen. "Hey, can Keen, you?" Keen was like, "I'm fired up. Let's go." I'm like, "Can you send yeah. me one more?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." Be there in like 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, "All right, we'll just take a long lunch, yep. and when he gets here, we'll get banging on it." So we did. It worked out. Took it lunch. Is. It all ended up working out. Yep. And uh, it was a yeah, it was a good day. I thought. I'm trying to think of like a, um, just a good nugget to, to throw around. I just don't know what it would be. We do talk about a lot of stuff. I know. I, that's the thing. I pick your brain so much. I'm like, oh, what would be a good like? What have I learned? Like, well, everything. So like I said, there's so much good stuff that I'm. When I finally do get to sit down and have a podcast with Joe, Joe Clemente from Wheelie Polish, uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to that one because I, him and I don't talk a lot of polishing because he doesn't like polishing, uh-huh. but he's very good business savvy. Yeah. So like he doesn't like polishing, but he likes business. So like him and I talk a lot of business. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking that'd, forward that'd to that be podcast good. because it's going to be... It's going to be just business. I need to fly out there. That's oh, the yeah. problem. So yeah. as soon as the shop can sustain Eli's and handle me being gone for two days, I'm just going to go. We need you to take care of that. Six. Yeah. I'll make it a short trip. Drill, well, I'll see ya. Two days sounds pretty easy. <laughs> chop, chop. Uh, how about this? Here's a little thing that learned over watching, polishing, stuff like that. I've seen guys take and throw hand polish onto a part whether it be a grill or maybe a tank or whatever, and then buff it back off with a flannel. Um, what is your thought on that? And what... Um, we do it every day. Is that finish good? Like, how, what's the best way to make that finish good? What RPM should you running? How much rouge should I put on that flannel along with what's already on there as far as the liquid polish? So this do goes- I need to let it dry? Do I need to uh, haze over? This goes back to our conversation we had earlier today in the shop. Yeah. Um, it's a super loaded question. Like there's no really good answer Mm -hmm. for that. Um, 
to each their own. Yeah. I prefer to use our hand polish. Yeah. So for us, once it's dry, it buffs off super easy. Yeah. So I like to put our, our hand polish on. And if you put it on a little too thick, you can wipe it with a cotton terry cloth real quick. Right. And thin it out flash. a little bit and then buff over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see no, nothing wrong with that. I do know a lot of polishers that do that to hide stuff. Yeah. If you're doing it to just hide stuff, you're already behind the eight ball and it's going to take you forever to catch back up anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it because it's helping elevate your process, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Now, not all hand polishes will work. Yeah, some of them. I shouldn't say that. All hand polishes will work. Okay. Some of them will not work very well if you don't wipe most of it off before you buff because they're too greasy or too oily Mm -hmm. or whatever the situation is. It's just going to clog up your pad and clog up your buff. Us in the shop, if we're hand Mm -hmm. polishing, we're trying to get off excess wax before we do our final color or our show pass. Right. So we're going to use our flannel. We're going to use it at like 14 to 1800 RPM. We're going to use green compound on that pad to take off the hand polish. Now, if you're just putting hand polish on and dry buffing, a lot of guys in the West Coast do it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I find that the, like I said in a number of times, the active ingredient in most hand polish is crushed glass. Mm -hmm. In most cases that crushed glass gets jammed up in the pores of the um, flannel the flannel mm-hmm. and it leaves excess scratches so you need to double down if if you were trying to dry buff you would have to double down on your raking even then yeah i don't feel like you'd get around that so by putting the green compound on there you allow the green compound to what get caught in the... it gives a lubricant oh okay so the compound acts as a lubricant the wax in there um helps skate over the top helps kickoffs a lot of the excess mm-hmm. so compound works both ways it helps keep the pad wet mm-hmm. but at the same time it takes off excess as well especially so, color colors are like turning on the lights in a room right. you guys uh you say to use that daily that mm-hmm. process depending on, on what you're doing on almost all grills yeah so what is the benefit for you guys how does that improve your process to uh, like why do you implement that um what does it do for you that just doing a brown and then chasing it with a green and a flannel doesn't do it helps soften the hash okay so by removing the extra waxes yes um i feel like it helped soften the hash is probably the best way to put it yeah right like and it gave us a, a way to check our work before we got to our color. Like as soon as you put hand polish over it, you, you can it. see through the hand polish. Uh-huh. Like if your overlap oh. wasn't right, right, you're gonna see it. Yep. If your pressure wasn't right, hand you're going to see hand. it. It does. Yeah. And ours especially because it has a lot of solvent in it. Mm-hmm. That solvent will show you literally everything. everything. You're like, oh, I didn't see that DA. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. And I've had a few people now tell me that they're like, oh, you got diesel in your polish. It's not gonna work all like that. I'm like, there is no diesel in there at all. It's a high-end solvent. That K1? Yeah. <laughs> there is no it solvent. It doesn't look decently to me. There is no diesel in there yeah. at all. Yeah. So diesel would just hide everything. You should just tell it's jet fuel. It's just jet fuel, yeah. <laughs> That's That's what, price nice. Our price would have to be $40 a bottle. <laughs> it's too funny. Uh, 
but yeah, no. It helps soften the hash, makes life just a little bit easier. Yeah. Okay, but don't, you don't recommend doing it dry. Use a little bit of green compound on your flannel. I like layer. to let the polish dry, yeah. Yeah, but don't do, don't dry buff it. Don't run oh, a dry no. flannel back over no. it. I do know a lot of people that do that. I don't yeah. like it. I, I would put some green compound or purple compound, whatever your favorite final color compound is. stop that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, we have very limited inventory in the shop. Yeah. It's brown compound, green compound, black compound, yellow compound. That's it. Yeah. One no blue, white. no purple. It's a lost case. It, it's <laughs> such a waste for me. Like, yeah. we sell it because people buy it. And people right. feel like they have to have it. And and they they and don't like the color for, green, and I'm okay with that. For what it's worth, I mean, it does do a job. Mm -hmm. Like, when it came out, like, when the purple bar came out, like, it was, you said, you know, like, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I did on a, um, I did it on a swing arm for a Honda. Yeah, I remember 600, that. Yeah. And I did that, and I took, I took a piece of chrome, a chrome-plated uh, lid, and I put that lid right up against that thing i was like you you can't tell the difference there's there's no difference from the aluminum to the chrome and uh it was one of those things like it's gorgeous yeah you know but we did find out on some other things that in certain conditions on certain metals that is not the case yeah purple can be your best friend or your worst enemy oh yeah uh-huh yeah like why does this not look right well because you used the wrong compound <laughs> <laughs> And even then, you, you like, doubled down on purple. You should not have done that. If you elevate your buff and your pressure and your comp and your your overlap and your mm -hmm. technique, like I feel like I can still get better results with a yellow and a green than most people can with a white and a purple or a white and a blue. You know, and I haven't. It's been a long time. When, when I started polishing, the process back then was orange and brown high speed, yellow and green high speed. Yep. Like I still do that. The end. Keenan does it almost every day. Yeah. Really? Uh, you still do it? Yep. I know I saw you guys today using the flannels, but we already know, like, on our, that, on our work truck stuff. That yeah. flannel and the new green, that will, like... It'll clean up stuff that you couldn't do with yellow you, and green. Your pattern would have to be so much tighter with yellow and green to make that look right. I'll be dead honest with you. Yeah. Even before we switched products. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, on stuff that was rough like it was today, yeah. we would do orange or brown and just hand polish it. Yeah. Yep. Because you couldn't Cut. color it. The stuff was so rough, you couldn't color it. Yep. Like, it you would orange and brown out. it, and it would streak out. Streak out. So you just hand polish it, and you'd yeah. wipe it off, and just Could leave it hand polished as your color. Back in the day, the you remember the really dry green that she used to have? I couldn't use it. Even it Not was, on stuff that rough. Yeah. You think we could have used it on a flannel and mm -hmm. at low speed? No. No. So it wouldn't work. I tried it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Took I was like, water. maybe our green isn't unique. Yeah. And you could use any green. And I grabbed Green bar, and uh, <laughs> my little. I tried it; and it didn't work. It didn't work yet. No, it's streaked out still. So, yeah. yeah, I got a ton of those green bars at home from the old uh, stuff, and now I made the mistake this week of grabbing one of the new green bars and using it. I'm like, <sighs> there for a minute. I thought I was gonna go and just go ahead and use up all those old green bars. <sighs> and maybe I will. Maybe this summer I'll go through all those green bars and use them for something. When you when, once you see the difference in color and the difference in clarity, it's hard to go back. It, yeah, it's and you know me, I love wet compounds. Yeah, I know and you do. Old green versus new green, 
no comparison. Not even in the same ballpark. It's at least half again as wet. Yeah. At least. It's still considered semi-wet. It is, yeah, it's, it's not full wet it's by any sense. Showgreen is yeah. bordering full wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close. And that's yeah. why it's so much pickier to use the show mm -hmm. our show compound. Yeah. Because they are a little more wet, so they can do higher-end showier finish. Yeah. That brown one, Showier. Though. That's that, a terrible word. I'm show, sorry for show, that. Show, show your I apologize for that, that's but it's, it's a, most accurate. Show brown will melt in the shade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's wet. It's wet. It's super wet. <laughs> that one will not hold together. Mm -mm. Casey sent me a picture one day. It was just a puddle. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. He's like, yeah, it was not sunny here a minute ago. Yep. And now it is. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, now you have a puddle. Just oh, go ahead and scoop God. that up. I remember back in the day when I first started, we used to work at a place called Breakbush, it's a chicken factory. Uh -huh. And where they're at is like in a bowl. How are you doing time, Peter? Uh, you should probably just pace it. Okay, we can wrap this up. Let's let you let you into the nugget. You're back. Why are all the nuggets? It's like a, a <laughs> it's like a fish bowl, and uh -huh. it was super hot. Oh, like oh. they had trees surrounding all their buildings. Where mm -hmm. we were working was just. It was never wind ever. It was just, just pure hot. So when it would hit summer and we'd hit like mid nineties, mm -hmm. it felt like one hundred and ten yeah. in the shade. It was just hot. So we uh, we'd always just set our compound in the fridge. Oh, don't do that. How'd that work out? It didn't. What did it do? <laughs> like crystallized it. Oh, really? And it was like grabbing a brick and trying to put it on your on your buff. Yeah. So then we decided you since put it, it was in the, frozen. You put it in the freezer. No, we had it just in, in the, the fridge. fridge. Wow. Thirty-five degrees was enough to freeze it's it. Plenty. We weren't. Yeah. We were using just. It's a solid. It was like Keystone or oh man something from Peterville back then. High Yeah. So Top notch. We set it out in the sun, thinking that was the answer. Oh. We yeah. just warm it back up. Uh huh. <laughs> we came out. Oh. And it was a puddle of like brown, green, white. <laughs> like all three you of them, them. You set them side by side? They all melted <laughs> together. It was literally a, a puddle of brown, green, white. I Man. This was before. Did you just scoop that up and call it the all-in-one bar? <laughs> you know, I said. <laughs> as far as the it does. The was working with me at the time. I said, I wonder if we can just take our buffer over and just like. <laughs> Like, get the stick to the pad. Yeah. That was the worst thing we could have done. Not only we wore shorts back then. Oh, like, molting just, hot. I was early in my career. Yeah. But it was molting hot. <laughs> I literally melted all my hairs together on my leg that day. Oh, my gosh. And I couldn't get it out. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> And hilarious. it blistered. Really? Is that hot? It was that hot. Wow. And it completely ruined the pad. Because it just caked it. It just caked it in. It was like, um, oh man! If you've ever been to a stand-up lace shop, a lot of guys call it caking the pad. Uh -huh. They'll take it and they'll put on like emery or yep. put something on and cake it full. Mm -hmm. And then the sewn buff guys do that too. They'll let it dry. Yeah. And then they'll start working it. They call it putting a head on their buff. Mm -hmm. And then they'll start working it in. <laughs> it did not work at all. Like it was a bad deal for me. Like it made my day miserable uh, so not only did i hurt I, myself and burnt myself i hate things like that but it was just in a bad way like it's it like, just made everything bad and i'm like you know what yeah go grab a shovel let's scoop this up <laughs> they permanently had a brown green white stain on their concrete pad outside because it was just porous concrete. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, you shovel out man. the stuff on top but not the stuff below <laughs>
Did you ever use back in the day when you first got started? Did you ever do some of the old school stuff like diesel fuel on a rag to wipe the tanks down? Shh. Did you ever do any of that? <laughs> there it is. There's the there's the question right there. Don't use diesel. <laughs> Don't use diesel. But it was the fuel. I was just uh, thinking about uh, like I'm thinking about you back in the day, early in your career. You've come to their place to polish their trucks. You've now left a like some some nationality flag on their concrete <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm just like thinking about all the other stuff i'm like what other like so i do you know, know a lot of I, think about, I think of the fly by nights like that you hear about everybody so, uses gasoline yeah gasoline yeah, diesel I, we have we had uh, these diesel but it was fuel it was fuel we have uh some polishers in our area that uh wipe everything to, down with gasoline no 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 way worse they take a rag and they dip it in that and then they're in the customer's fuel tank and then wipe it all down with that with diesel far as i know no way well this will be too oily wouldn't it oh yeah it'd be a nightmare but i don't know i mean i'm sure it'd look good it'd be a high gloss i have known a lot of polishers to use gasoline yeah Um, so uh, a lot of guys would do that because it looks cherry when you do it (laughs) i did it one time once is all you did it and the customer I, called me. I only me. tried it once, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it either. It looked great. Yeah. But the customer washed it a week later. Shoof. And it was gone. And he wow. called me. He was like, uh, my polish is gone. When are you coming back to fix this? And I was like, wow. No. And that was like, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Like a, a fellow polisher had just reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, that tank would have looked a lot better if you just wiped gas on it. I'm like. Oh, really? Oh, Me right. being young and naive, I was like, done deal. <laughs> Gas is cheap, bud. Yeah, it was. It was only like $98. Cents, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll even give it a try. It, even if it was $3 a gallon, you know how far a gallon would go. Not know? far for what you well, for what it's worth. Yeah. But I did it on that one truck, and I was like, oh, my oh, God. This is, the, this is the magic wand. This is the unlock. Yes. Like, this is what worked. So, like, at a show, it would be perfect. Yeah. But it would look like just trash sure, leaving the show sure if you, you got rained on. Just make sure you wipe it back down but with a good hand polish before it leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and that customer called me and lit me up. And I remember oh. I, I ended up going and repolishing that truck for free. Yeah. Because I felt terrible. Yeah. I, it wasn't like I did it on purpose. Well, you did, but yeah. I just you didn't know any better. Right. Yeah. Were you hand polishing at that point, or no? I was. That was polishing. right when I was early in my yeah. my buffing stage, where it was like, it up, like no, it wasn't white lines. It was black lines. I oh, was really? I was just jumping oh, my gap so far, so far that I was going over my compound line, yeah. and I'm like, why am I getting black lines? Well, but uh, <laughs> see, this is what's so handy about having somebody like you in the industry. You know, having some of these polishers in the industry. I see other polishers, and they're they're giving people flack for not. Or for, for giving out secrets. And I'm like, if you don't give them out. That polisher led me down the wrong road on purpose. That's just it. He was worried I was taking over his area. Right. And, and he sent it. me down a shit path on purpose. That's the, And that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you don't have these these people putting this information out, then one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to have terrible polishers in your area giving polishers a bad name. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have people that are trying to get into it and they're just doing everything wrong and... You know, they burn a tank, you know, whatever it is, they, they mess it up and then it comes to you and now you got to fix it. Yeah. And, and on top of that, the customer comes to you and is like, well, I had this other polisher do it and 
it looks terrible. Can you fix it? And then you charge them three times with that guy, Paul. You know, charge him. You're killing your industry both ways. Yeah, it's just a hot mess. And instead, you can give these people tips to get started and and help everybody out. And like I was telling you the other day about that, like, say there was a magic, you know, something you come across yeah. that's magic. And we've come across those. Yeah. In the five years that I've been doing this, we come across these little tips that nobody knew about or whatever. Yeah. Somebody figures it out or somebody tells somebody else about it. That person tells another polisher. That polisher tries it with a process that he's already been doing with the other product. Turns out it's better than what this guy was doing that told him about it. You know what I mean? And then they get talking back and forth and all of a sudden it goes from what this one guy told you, which was pretty good, to being better and better and better. And it just... Like, it's back and forth. It's the conversation that needs to happen, you know. It's hard to... because the industry is so artistic. Yes. That, like, the industry doesn't want to help each other because it's so artistic. You know. And it sucks. Right. But at the same time, like, those of us that don't mind helping each other out, right. I feel like it is growing amongst the people that are helping each other out. And some of those people are helping the people that don't want to help anybody, which is fine, too. Yeah. But at the same time, hopefully some of those people start coming around. And this, this will stem from, like, even as far as, like, um, Nico. Yeah. Um, I've only known him a couple months. Yeah. And I reached out to him because I, I know he was doing something I don't do. Yeah. And I wanted to know, like, how are you doing this to get to this? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be able to take my stainless that next level. Yeah. Because he's doing an A1 finish. He's doing A1. Yeah. And, like... We didn't know stage. anything about A4 was possible with a buffer. Right. And we had some stuff graded out well above that. So awesome. to be able to do that with a buffer is... Impressive. Unreal. And there you go. Like, he let he gave out a tip that he uses on, on a daily basis. It's not even, like, a secret. And we fine-tuned it and made it work for us. Right. And yeah. you made it this new finish that you've been in this for how long? 21 years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, 21 years later... This thing comes out that is just not, it doesn't seem like it's anything special. Yeah. But like all of a sudden it's a game changer. It it's is. Just, you come out, it's, it's not something I would use every day. No. But at the same time, like. Certain, certain when I need to When I need to turn up the heat of the show, it's there. When you want to do some art. Yeah, I'm not getting into art. You like, some art? No, no, I'm just like, you know, art on your truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metal art. Someday I'll be able to perfect it and be able to swan song it to a, a truck sitting at Louisville. Like sounds like a plan. Make it really cool. Chrome. Why is everything chrome? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's just polished aluminum. It may look like it, but That's it's just right. polished aluminum. Uh, you're going to wrap this thing up? It's 11.30. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of editing. And coming up, it won't be too bad. Coming up on 20 hours. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start giving away trade secrets. You're going to sleep good tonight. One would think. You're going to sleep really good. Tonight. I am going to sleep. My Mikey's bed. That bed downstairs yeah. is super comfortable. And it's nice and cool. You were gonna be out, <laughs> and it's dark. Yeah, dark. It gets dark, dark. I'm gonna be in a theater room watching a movie. I want you to <laughs> Listen, I can't hear the theater room down there, so. Oh, we're good. It's nice. Our room. Let me jam it. Our room's right above you, but oh, you can't hard. hear nothing. It's great. <laughs> it's so great. But I thank you for coming on. I thank yeah. you for being a part of this. I hope you'll do it again in the future. Yeah. I hope we can make this a more regular thing. And uh, I like coming up here. It's only a five-hour drive. It's not that bad. I'd like to get you on the YouTube channel as well. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad you came on and was a part of the podcast. Yeah. I, I wish we could have done it during the golf voting. It's just it's so hectic it didn't work yeah. out. But I'm glad you were able to come up this week and do Me it. Too. I am um, as well. 
it's kind of it's nice that I'm able to come back up this weekend. This gave me an excuse to come back up, and also I wanted to come back up because I wanted to talk. Like I wanted to watch you guys. Literally, I just want to stand back and just watch you work. Okay. okay. You do your thing. I'm just going to analyze this. Tomorrow you can sit and just watch us, and I yeah. think you'll really enjoy that. Yeah. That'd be nice. no, you're going to see us hustle on a, deep, <laughs> on a deeper cut. Right. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. I'm excited for things going forward. I got me a nice new phone now. I know it's a potato. It is a potato. But it should do okay enough video for YouTube. It'll do okay. Yeah. Better than a GoPro, I would think. Cost more than a GoPro by a long shot. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> It is so. what it is. But yeah, we'll get this editing. Thanks for joining us for Season 2, Episode 3 of the Polisher's Corner Podcast. <laughs> I'm Steve. That's Evan. And we're getting out of here. How's that? Stay shiny? He did all the work. Go shine on. What's your... Shine on. Yeah, shine on. There you go. Shine on. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs>